Hey everyone, hope you're well, Arya here. This podcast on Akuma was originally recorded back in the beginning of May, so apologies for the delay. I had some health issues last month, which meant I couldn't edit or do much of anything really. But it's sorted now, so、uh, everything's good, and I hope you enjoy the show. Take care.、Um, all right, guys,、uh, thanks so much for joining me on、uh, Wave Dash 10. Today we have an Akuma focused podcast with some of the best, arguably the best, Akuma player in the world. So let's get into it.、Uh, first up, we have Super Akuma. Hello, that's me. And we have Goki Akuma. Hey guys. And、uh, Dino Akuma. What's up? Hey, and Ari Akuma. Yeah. Okay. So,、um, yeah, we're going to, you know, Akuma's always been kind of a contentious, controversial character in, in Tekken 7.、Um, ever since he was released, I think when he was first released, it was more excitement. And then his reception has kind of gone. Has probably soured recently with the, with the community, and we're here to talk about that and why that is. Is that justified or not?、Um, and I suppose, first question、um, is yeah. So,、um, do you guys think Akuma is a good addition to Tekken? Is he real Tekken? What is real Tekken? And these questions are all written up by Dino Akuma, by the way. So,、uh, thanks for that. So, guys, what do you think? Is、yeah. he a good addition? I mean, this, it might be a. ruined Tekken. <laughs> Tekken, used to have, Tekken used to have real characters in it. And then this character came along, and anyone can win with him. And、uh, Tekken didn't used to be about jumping and fireballs and EX moves. And he's ruined the purity of this <laughs> fantastic gaming series forever. Spoken like a true dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um... So, like,、uh, I, I think like, every, every, every Tekken has had characters where people have said, every, like, this character isn't Tekken. And that's happened every single version of it that's come out in recent memory.、Uh, they've just been like, this is too much. This is crazy. People hated Eddie when he first came out.、Uh, like, People like, found Steve incredibly jarring in Tekken 4、mm. like, and didn't like being tackled by Marduk from miles away.、Mm. Like, people hated Feng. People hated、um, Lars and Elisa, obviously.、Um, like, every single Tekken, everyone comes out and they're like, this character has ruined the. Does ruin the. Like, The special nature of what made this game great. Yeah. And they're always wrong. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, now he's in the law. You're going to see way more Akuma in every Tekken from now on. Yeah, the story is not、Yay. finished between Akuma and Kazuya. It's, it's not, we've got unfinished business. So, yeah, so you know. now, until Tekken 12, you will see it. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to get announced in the same way as well. You're going to think that you're safe until, until Evo or some other you know, event where he gets announced and then. The crowd goes wild, obviously.、Yeah. <laughs> some with anger, some with, some with happiness. But,、uh, um, <laughs> yeah.、Uh, guys, what do you think Akuma like, kind of brings to the table, really? Because, look, there might be a slight bias on this chat, because I think all of us, if we're not an Akuma player, we're at least an Akuma supporter. So maybe I should have got、yeah. a vocal kind of anti Akuma player, but. 
it is what it is. I mean, there, there, uh, there were plenty of those as well. You had plenty yeah. to choose from. Well, so. yeah. the, the, the entire chat. Um, <laughs> guys, chat. Course, yeah. Chat. Uh, let me just, just uh, a quick question. Uh, yay or nay, Akuma? Just a quick yay or nay. And uh, let's... Um, nay, yay, no. Yay, yay, no, <laughs> yay, yay, no, yay. It seems fairly split. I'm surprised. Maybe it's just a very loud vocal minority that seems to hate this character. But um, as as far as the chat goes, it actually seems. I mean, a few people like fuck Akuma, but uh, (laughs) but I'm getting like sixty percent yay. Um. So 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 guys, um, what do you think Akuma brings to the table for Tekken Seven or Tekken in general? As well as a usable, you know, projectiles. That that's quite a different aspect of Tekken that we've never really seen. Of course, there's been gimmick projectiles like lasers and you know item moves and stuff. But uh, Kuma's fireball is something that we've never really seen in mm. in a Tekken game. Um, like a like a zoning tool, which is actually really useful because it you know it can't be it can't be crushed by um, well it's, it's only crushed by moves that are designed to do that. Right, which which does bring a really interesting aspect to, uh, well, any you know any matchup that has a Akuma in it, right? Mm. So usable projectiles, I think, is 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 one thing that Tekken has never really had, and now Akuma's part of Tekken. It's mm. it's one of those, right? Yeah. So you, uh, Leslie, you were a um, yeah, you were a Tekken. You start with Tekken Seven, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I played Tekken Tag Two. But I'd never really played, you know, anything too serious. I mean, I, I kind of, I wish I did because the combos in, in Tag Two are, you know, amazing. But I never, I never, I never knew what combos were in Tag Two. So Tekken Seven is my first. What, what, so what was it that drew you to Akuma in the first place? Well, I started with uh, Devil Jin. So I played Devil Jin in Tag Two. He looked cool, and um, I played Street Fighter Four a little bit. As, as a casual sort of fighting game, because I've always been interested in the concept of fighting games. Um, and seeing Akuma in Tekken 7, it was always like difficult for me to, to play, um, because you know, fighting games in general are quite difficult. But I suppose I've never, I've never played a fighting game seriously, so um, I had a clean slate of learning like characters and learning fighting games and execution. And coming from... You know, Street Fighter a little bit, and seeing one of my favorite characters or some sort of you know, seeing my favorite personality, I suppose, fictional personality, in in the game that I play would, yeah, you know, that, that's what brought me to Akuma. So it's mainly the character design. Yeah, 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 and, and mm-hmm. just Akuma's as as personality as well. Yeah. Um, how about you, Super Akuma? What what drew drew you to the character? Because I think I've noticed a trend that a lot of Akuma players tend to have. Akuma in the name, such as you know the, your fondness for the character. So um, yeah, what is it that that drew you to the character? There's there's a few things to know about this. Mm. Uh, well, first, my my nickname was Super Akuma before mm. Akuma came out, but it's also unrelated to kind of unrelated to Akuma. Oh really? I, yeah. Uh, I I just needed a new PSN account because. Uh, I hacked my PS3 because I don't like paying for stuff. <laughs> but I also bought another PS3 because I wanted to play online. Mm. And uh, I was watching uh, an episode of Team Four Star, the Dragon Ball Z parody. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, you have the, the big green uh, Sage Namek that unlocks Gohan's potential. Oh, yeah. The, 
The big fat one. The big one, yeah. His name in the series is Super Kami Guru. So I wrote down Super Kami, but that was taken. And I just thought, what sounds kind of similar to that? And it just, I just put Super Okuma down. Huh. That's, that's why my nickname is Super Okuma. Because then I went on to, uh, to my first tournament. But it was a multi-game tournament to advertise Tekken. I go there, Tekken's not there. <laughs> right? And then the, like, he knows the Tekken people, so he called them over. It was Tech 2, so there was a drought for the new players. Right? So they, they, they drove across town to just, for, just for me. Hmm. And they're like, All right, uh, what should we call you? I'm like, my PSN Super Akuma. And that just stuck. And then uh, I was on my way to my local, in, like, in the car, and people tag me and say, oh, this is the character for you. Look what we just got announced. And I didn't want to believe it. I saw a picture of Akuma. I just thought it was a meme. <laughs> I, I, I saw the trailer. I almost caused a fucking car accident. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it, it, just, it became a joke that I was Akuma because I'm very competitive. I want to win by, not by any means necessary, really, but I, I sort of had that image. Yeah. So I was kind of Akuma. And Akuma gets announced. And yeah. like, I have to play it. I just have to. And so, I wouldn't have stuck with him if I didn't like him, but I had to try at least. So I want to ask what about Akuma? Is is it the aesthetic appeal or is it his personality, his his drive to win at any cost that kind of attracts you to that character? Uh, or- a bit of both, but I'm not that bothered, honestly. What, what yeah. I, why I'm sticking to him is because I like high execution. Mm. And I like characters that hit hard. And I don't just mean hit your life bar hard. Like the <laughs> impact of a move. Mm. Like Feel forward, strong. Forward, forward. Yeah. Like you get hit by forward, forward, four. Like it feels bad. Like you get hurt. Mm. There's big impact to moves. Mm. That's what well, it felt, it felt worse for the opponent, you know, just, uh, just saying. <laughs> it has felt worse in the past yep. for opponents <laughs> until very recently uh, yeah 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 akuma's appeal like of course in, in in the world of street fighter the the main um kind of player for akuma is tokido um guys did, did i mean do you kind of look up to or do you did you kind of take inspiration from a, a tokido in any way or is it? Is he just like another player for you? Not really. Before, that's more of a recent thing. I used to take more inspiration off of uh, Justin Wong's Akuma in Marvel. Oh, really? Like people said, "Oh, are you trying to be like, like, uh, like in Street Fighter? You're trying to play good Akuma?" I'm like, no, I'm trying to play bullshit Akuma for Marvel. Just jumping yeah. out, and throwing fireballs everywhere. And just if I could throw a giant laser, I would. <laughs> that's who I take inspiration from. <laughs> the bullshit yeah <laughs> it's like you've seen justin wong comebacks in marvel 3 ha- haven't you i've my favorite yeah, justin yeah. my favorite just one comeback comeback is evo 2008 correct me if i'm wrong it's it's his match against yipes where he has like cyclops and that's it it's cyclops against uh, his 2. entire team marvel 2 so not marvel 3 it's Mrs. marvel 2 uh what year was it i can't quite remember i think it was I feel like it was earlier than 2008. Might have been. I think yeah. it, was, it was the year after um, Evo Moment 37, I believe. So that might have been 2006, actually. Anyway, that, that comeback, if you guys don't know about it, check it out. Just write Cyclops, Yipes, 
Justin Wong, Evo, it's incredible because he literally has one character. This is 2005. Yeah, 2005. He has one character and he takes down, like, I think it's MSP. Like, he takes down one of the, the, the strongest teams in, um, yeah, in, in MVC2 all by himself. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. well, he's, he, he has a habit of doing that in Marvel 3, but with Akuma. Yeah. Like, he has a habit. I've never seen this man with a life lead. Yeah. But I haven't seen him lose a lot. <laughs> the Wong factor. Yeah, the Wong factor. Well, uh, it's, it's sick. Uh, well, uh, Leslie, uh, Goki Akuma and Super Akuma, are there, which um, Akuma players in Tekken 7 do you look up to or take inspiration from? Uh, well, from? I, I, can't, I can't really um, mention Akuma players without you know, Super Akuma being being up there. Uh, just because he's European, though, that, that's it. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, there are um, Korean Akuma players that I kind of look up to because when I was developing, I suppose, my skill as, as, as using the character, there would be videos that I would watch or like hours and hours of footage of um, Eunja and obviously Daddy King as well. Mm. Uh, these top top level akuma players and i would yeah i would spend my my time traveling to to high school watching just i would I'd download uh, the night before just hours and, and hours of sets that, he, that they would both play with you know whoever and just and just seeing what i could take from from their game from their games and, and the way that they play akuma mm-hmm. and of course watching you know super akuma in, in tournaments and stuff like that was uh, a big inspiration for me so mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> for me, like, I didn't. Well, they, I only really had uh, arcade version of Kumas to look up to because I started straight away. Like Eunja, Daddy King, all that. They weren't doing anything with Akuma mm. straight away. Mm. So I got most of my developmental period of Akuma watching Nii. Like when he was still putting in time into the character, I was watching a lot of uh, tool assisted combo videos just to see like the extent of what the character can do. So I could have an idea of what creative ways I can use the character in. Because mm. like they, they push the game to the limit, so it's more right. fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did watch a bit of Chikri and a bit of Chanel, but mm. the the one Akuna really made me think. Okay, this is. This is what I like. Was watching Ni. Ni. Ni's not really known for his Akuma, though. He's not. Like you can watch it. It sets. Uh, it was still the arcade version. But he was playing J- JDCR's Kazuya, mm. and I think that that set was was pretty good. It's still up a bit of arcade version Akuma, which isn't the same as now. Mm. But that's what I was watching when I was trying to see what solid Akuma play looks like, because. Mm. If you watch Chanel, Punko, whatever, they mm. just went in because it's Akuma. Mm. Chanel sh- sort of showed me that I should use While Standing 2 as a mix-up more. Right. But I, that's the only thing I got from Chanel. Me, I got like a neutral poking, distances, mm. and stuff like that. Then I developed my own style on my own. Okay. Mm. Uh, I, and I... But I've I've stolen bits and bobs off of uh, most Akuma players. I've stolen stuff off of Le- off of Leslie, to be honest. 
Uh, I've stolen stuff from uh, Waisani. I've st- I haven't stolen anything from Farzine now, mm. uh, but I still think he's a great player. What, who else? I've stolen shit from most Akuma players. The only thing I invented was uh, four free, get off the wall with four free, jump, jumping knee to get the wall again. Like I invented that. That's the only thing I didn't steal off of someone. <laughs> but at least well, I can now everyone uses it. To this yeah, yeah. So I'm actually not familiar with, with, with that setup. Like, what, can can you go into it a bit? Like, what is it? Uh, when is it you used? See, you you wall splat with a move that has very quick recovery. Uh-huh. You step, and you can step enough to get them off of the wall. Right. But you're in their back. Ah. So then you jump over. So it's a cross up. Which means, yeah, you, you cross them up, but after the tailspin, mm. then you jab, which makes you turn around, and then you put them <laughs> back on the wall. For the for a regular wall combo, oh wow! It's like Lily's cross up. If you see, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, off, yeah, off the, off the wall, and she does a yeah. front flip. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. it's 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 wild to think that you know, of course, the Street Fighter character is, is going to have cross ups, but you know, cross ups have kind of always been a part of Tekken, mostly at the wall. Generally, I, I not used that much. All my, all my characters, to be honest, mm. yeah. Yeah. I, the 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 generic. Uh, Jumping four when they tech, that's always been a thing. And I I always yeah. use that. Yeah. Because it, it, it does better damage than a lot of war combos. Yeah. Not all, but a lot of war combos. And then it puts them in a unfamiliar situation they might not be ready for. Mm. A lot of players, they're like, oh, shit, I got hit. What happened? Mm. But like, you know what happened, so you can adapt quicker. Mm-hmm. And you do sort of a speed mix-up. Well... Yeah, I mean, Rip is kind of infamous for for using um, cross ups at the wall. That's kind of like one of his go to go to things after he yeah. does, you know, four three DSS four three or whatever. Um, I, yeah, it actually there actually used to be like a super old. Um, it used to be a super old tech trap after Mishima Stonehead. Mm-hmm. If you did, if you just did a big jumping forward, th- if the Mishima did Stonehead and they did big jumping forward three, like the stunning mid kick, mm-hmm. it would, for some reason, it would cross up at the last minute. And the weird thing is, if you held either direction, you would basically be fine. Because if you held forward, you would block the thing. If you held in one direction, you would break the stun. And if you held the other way, you would just block it. But what happened is that everyone would try and hold what they thought was back and then would suddenly react and try and hold back the other way and would get juggled. Like it was one of these things where like, if you just, if you just did one thing and stuck to it, you'd be fine. But it was, it was a very strange thing, but also very old. Is, is it still a thing? Is it? No, no, it's been, it's been gone for, for, for a million years. Oh. You can't, you can't take trap off Stonehead anymore. You can do the, the jumping free tech trap, just not off of Stonehead. Yeah, and it's a bit more specific. But I've seen, uh, I've seen the stunning jumping free as a cross up, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work as well as the four. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I want to kind of just 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 rewind a little bit to a, to a question we asked right at the beginning and, and explore it and unpack it um, in a bit more detail. It's that is Akuma a good addition to Tekken? If so, why? If not, why not? Like, what what are the bad things? about Akuma and conversely what are the good things just put it really simply I think 
I think the good the good things are that he's he's super deep. Mm. He's very very challenging to play. Mm. Uh, so like you know, the more time you put into him, the better you will be. Mm. Uh, like again, he's you know, like in almost every game he's in, he's a super technical, very overwhelming character. Mm. Like, and that's. Um, sort of on both sides of the equation. He can overwhelm you as a player because you can't keep up with him like you, mm. as you're playing him. But he's also, as in most of the games that he's in, he can feel like he's completely running you over if he's, mm. if he's like on the other side of things. Mm. So like, and he's a character who has his own identity, his own like special things that he can do. Like Leslie was saying, he's got all these um, like special abilities that no one else has access to, not just DX Dragon Punch, but, you know, focus attack and the way his special moves and focus attack interact and demon flip and all this stuff. And it, it all can get used in crazy ways, you know, rest in peace, uh, EX, uh, sorry, rest in peace, uh, uh, key charge, uh, demon. Yeah. Um, uh, pull one out. Um, but, <laughs> All these other things, like you know, the way that you could do, you could sidestep if he does if he does red fireball after standing two, but then if you try and punish him, he can. If you try and punish the focus attack afterwards, he can hold the focus attack. All this oh. other kind of stuff. Like there's lots and lots of like the character can be carried very far, both in terms of like the things he can do and the counterplay against it, and that's like very that, that's cool. And you know, like I said, he's, he's very hard to play. Not everyone can play this character, like mm. especially like you know. Ni, uh, I've said this before, but you know, Ni and Arsalan really put a, a, a fair amount of time into playing Akuma before um, the last, before the end of the Tekken World Tour, because they were just like, "This is the best character in the game." Mm. But in the end, I think they both realized, "We, I just can't. I'm just not suited to this character. He is not a character that everyone can play." Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the bad side, uh, he can kill you instantly. Um, like on the bad side, is that, is that a bad it, thing? Yeah, I mean, like if you're if you're playing against Akuma, <laughs> like um, he's got some, you know, matchups against him are very strange. Um, there are a lot of situations where, like, you, you have to do a lot of rote learning against the character, depending mm. on who you are playing. Because your answers to things like demon flip or um, just jump ins or things like this are going to be radically different based on what character you're playing, and sometimes that's a lot harder than it is. Sometimes that's a lot harder with some characters than it is with others. Mm. Um, so you have to put a lot of time into learning the character, into learning both the character how to play against him as well as how to play him. And like, and yeah, his, his damage is incredibly explosive, and you can get put into like very bad fifty-fifty situations, like uh, almost all the time. Like, right. if you're someone who just likes to block a lot, unless your movement is very, very good, very, very good, mm. like as in you are very good at backdashing and sidestepping, mm. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna struggle. Like, yeah. um, so like a lot of people, a lot of people who, who don't want the game to be about 50 fifties are going to like, 
might find Akuma particularly annoying to fight against. Well, you could also argue that um, Akuma's punishment is something that you know is arguably a bad thing. How you can play, you can play well. Well, for for you know people who don't oh. play as Akuma, right? Um, because you can play with with moves that are good because they're relatively you know well they're they're, they're unsafe but not not so unsafe that you'll that you'll die that they'll die for using them right mm-hmm. but like like Brian's yeah Wilson A three right mm-hmm. um, you can use that against many characters and not suffer too much but like if you use it against Akuma as much as a, a good tool it is and you're inclined to use it because it's a powerful move um, if the Akuma player is sharp enough they are gonna end up taking away half of your health for for using that um so you you could you could argue that playing against Akuma is difficult because you can't you, you can't use moves that are that are good but um so that limits your options and it makes the matchup just uh, inherently more difficult hmm. I just have one thing for that like all of that was right but I don't think having to lab the matchup that much is a uh, I wouldn't put that in negatives really cuz like if I can go in, into training mode and then after ten minutes I know how to play against the character, there's no there's no depth. But mm. even on your side, mm. I think the fact that he's maybe he's a bit too hard to fight against. I I, I, might, I might argue that, but might be okay with that. But you you shouldn't learn the character just straight away. He should be difficult to play against. If he's difficult to play, you should be difficult to play against. And the fun of labbing it is. Oh, it's fun. It's one of the things that makes the game difficult. Situations you have to you have to lab. Well, the thing is, he has he has a very um, small move list. Um, As well, but he can do a lot with it. Exactly. Yeah, he can do probably the most out of Tekken with his move list, even though it is so small. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true to an extent. But like, there are things Akuma specific things. Um, it, it's also the fact that like. Uh, a lot of a lot of Tekken can uh, I've sort of said this before. It can come down to sort of quiz quiz Tekken, where people you you can just a lot of even at tournament level, it is just about people going. You know, do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? Mm-hmm. And you can kind of do that to an extent. Like this is present at some ex- to some extent at all levels. Like people will try and just do knowledge tests, right? But the problem is, is that like. Sometimes with Akuma, and again, I, I'm not, I'm not an Akuma hater. I like the character a lot. I think he's, yeah, yeah. but there yeah. are there are occasions when, like, for example, you can learn to if you you've started to like jab against Demon Flip on reaction, but with some characters in some situations, for example, after certain moves, uh, like Demon Flip Four will just go straight through your jab, and you've instantly lost the round. Like the round is gone, and you've probably like you've either lost the round. Or you've given Akuma a full, you've given Akuma a bar of meter, and you're you've got twenty percent left. Like mm-hmm. he's, you've given him a huge meter boost and a huge damage boost. Like every time you get hit by Demon Flip Four, mm. um, so it's like it will. The test in that situation is almost exactly the same as the test you just saw, but it's a test that instantly instantly kills you. Um, so there are a few of these situations where it's like, you know, his his Demon Flip options after jab while standing two or while standing three or whatever will be subtly different 
and they'll be very and they'll be subtly different depending on your character. So you have to not have, not just have like labbed the character, but you'll have to have labbed against that character with your character. And yeah, and and the and the price for getting it wrong is death. Um, yeah, like, that, that's that's what I wanted to say. Like the the problem is, he is an extremely powerful and frustrating character. Mm. Like I was saying, labbing is part of the fun. The problem is when you mess up, it is. It doesn't make you want to lab it more. It does make you just want to kill yourself. Well, it's so unforgiving, right? It's so unforgiving when, yeah. when you it's, try and jab Demon Flip and you just get hit by when you're Demon Flip 4. It's, it's, I, know, I know how rough it is. Everyone has seen me lose to every Akuma. No one ever sees me when I win against Akuma, by the way. <laughs> everyone sees me lose terribly, terribly to Akuma. And yeah, I, the fact that it's different how drastically different it is from matchup to matchup is kind of a negative. I, I can give you that. But you should be labbing with your character. Like it, The problem is, Akuma is basically the, the... In a lot of situations, the toughest the toughest matchup to, to work and to play against. So you shouldn't go, go in with just a sub-character if you want to win against, against Akuma. You're playing the hardest difficulty, basically. Mm. You need to give it your all with what you've labbed. Don't go in with a sub. Go in with what you know. It's like uh, a good example of that is there's players that are pretty good players. They'll try and pick Jack against me, but they don't actually main Jack and they haven't practiced Jack against the Kuma that well. I will kill him. I don't care the matchup is 7-3 is, uh, or 8-2 for him. I don't care. If you haven't labbed this, even if it's good, I will kill you for it. Like You won't make it. If you're a Jack main, then I have a real problem. Like the ca- No character will be an answer. Labbing will be the answer. Mm. But the fact of how drastically different it is, is a problem. I think it's also just like... It's not. It's not just labbing though, because it's, it's like the, the... What happens in Akuma, the Akuma matchup is so... Is so fast and diverse that you need to like. Exactly. You just need to play against the Kuma players, and yeah. in a lot of situations, this a lot of for a lot of people, this is quite tough because the very fact that Akuma is a very hard character to play means that no one ever gets to play against Akuma players. <laughs> like, know, like how many Akuma players do you actually get to play against? Like, I've either of you. from that a lot. I I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, but also like you don't you don't get to practice the mirror that much. Like. I don't. Presumably. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, but then, but then you how, hear about... How much have you, how much oh. have you played the mirror? Uh, well, it's, it's something that I actually actively look out for now um, because it is a matchup that you don't play. But, so recently I've been trying to play more against Akuma. Um, but I was just going to mention, you, you hear about um, like Akuma dominating tournaments or like you have done uh, recently enough where it's relevant. Um, but you'll, you know, you'll rarely find Akuma players. So uh, I find that as a as a quite, um, it's a good distinction to make. How there are few Akuma players realistically, but the ones that, well, the ones you find are are good ones, and and ones that will, you know, be be in top eights and and all of that. You know, it's it is it is quite the distinction to make. I, I find maybe maybe that's due to Pakistan. I'm I'm not too sure. You know, I think it, yeah. I mean, I I don't think there would have been. I don't think there would have been an outcry if if not for Pakistan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, 
I think it's it's basically just been been down to them. Hmm. I think I was doing just fine before they turned up. I had loads of fans. Pakistan turns up and I'm hated. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> and they could have they could have left you with with like Pakistan. They could have left you with season three, like the first version of season three of Kuma, without any of this stuff. I, I would love that. Not gonna lie, I would love that. <laughs> but that ties into the next question. But we we got more to cover. What? Yeah. So I, I yeah. don't want to talk about that too much. But yeah, I mean, so so basically, I, I've said this to Arya a lot. Like when we said, you know, what's real tech and is is Akuma? Like I'm, I've always been a supporter of Akuma in the game because I think he's he just I think he's he's really fun to play. I think he's really fun to play against. I can understand that he's uh, he's a bit robberies. Uh, particularly in like tournaments and short sets, because mm. you can, like I said, you can just die instantly, and then you're like, "What just happened?" But, um, but yeah, I think he's a really like he's just he's just super like he's super fun. He's he's not like, and we I've said this with I, you know, many times. He's the best addition to Tekken they've made in years. He's the most complete, deep, technical, fun. Like, get into him what you put out of what. Sorry, get out of him what you put into him character that they've hmm. had for donkey's years that they've taken real risks with them and I, I think he's he's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean if you look yeah. and we talked about this um wasn't last episode, maybe two episodes ago, but um if you look at high level tech end play, what generally runs uh tournament tech end is good down forward ones, good jab strings, um good movement. And Akuma doesn't really have any of those, yet he's still arguably the best character in the game, but in a completely different vein to the other established top tiers. Well, I, I think his movement, um, you mentioned movement, his movement is completely different to any other character's you know, movement, because Demon Flip and Jumps, I, I, I say that Demon Flip and Jumps, and you know, maybe the invincibility of Heavy Shoryuken is like his sidestep in some, in some ways. Because characters can sidestep strings, but Akuma can show you can through them. Of course, that's more risky, but you know, and, and he can jump over lows and 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 stuff like this to to have incredible reward. So in some mm. senses, his jumps and, and demon flips and you know his his aspects, which which are indicative of two D characters, is what mm. is what gives him that sort of movement. And I think that's why he's now a you know, top tier character. Yeah, I I don't count EXDP in that personally. But I I think the same thing. It's just he's got glaring weaknesses, but he makes up for it with how good the rest of it is. Mm -hmm. Like he he has different options to what we're used to, mm. but I they're essentially the same. Is you had one option with most Tekken characters. He has another option, but it's still just one option that beats that. That's why you have to rewire your brain when you're against him. Mm. But you got to remember, he can he can jump over you, but that's because he can't do other stuff. He can't sidestep properly. Like the reason he's got these tools is to compensate for his weaknesses. Is it true that he couldn't sidestep at all in his first um, like iterations? You mean in Super Street Fighter Two? Yes, it is very true. <laughs> Akuma could not sidestep in. No, no, obviously, <laughs> in, I mean, technically. In uh, Fated, Retri in no, Fated no, Retribution, he could sidestep. He was he was ridiculous in Fated Retribution when they first unveiled Actually, him. Like, I think he's, he's, he had good movement in the first version. Yeah. 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 I think the version of Kuhn was just ridiculous. 
He had yeah. more damage than season one and two Akuma. Mm. He had a better jump, faster and more crushing. Yep. And he had the movement, and he had longer range, and you you didn't need clean hit for down three. Yeah. <laughs> he was absurd. It's it was so absolutely hard to absurd. imagine that. Okay, that version of Akuma. Yeah, sure. Okay, you want to complain <laughs> about that one? I don't mind. I'll complain with you. But he's he's changed. He's changed. The, the thing is, is that even season one Akuma, even season two Akuma, I, I remember like at the time when we did the season two changes, we listed them as like, like P tier or something. And, <laughs> and we, we thought of them as a high risk, middling kind of high risk, high reward, middling character um, who can be outplayed with strong tech and fundamentals. And then because the character is so challenging, it took a while for his uh, meta, his game plan to develop. And then... Around season three, um, you know, people started seeing his successes in tournaments, especially, and people thought that it's it's the season three changes that made Akuma really strong. When, nah, you know, he his his four three was buffed. Um, what else did he get coming into season three? Uh, Raging Storm. That's oh, right. sorry, not Raging Storm. Uh, R- Raging Demon. Demon. Uh, anyway, Raging on Demon the after the screw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wasn't huge. Four, that was basically yeah. as well. Uh, uh, Downfall oh, yeah. also better plus frames and uh, leaves you closer. That's right. Yeah, same with forward one plus two as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, forward four did uh, gave you a better combo and was better on block. Mm. Yeah, that's it. But nothing, nothing that fundamentally changed the character. Uh, he was a bit stronger yeah. in season three, yeah. but really, it's just people just figured out how to how to maximize his potential. Uh, a good a good example for that for that point is uh, people will know who I'm talking about, but I've had videos made about me telling me that I'm trash, right? Because C- of ego problems, but I won't say who it is. Uh, people will know. There's a footage of me losing in twenty in 2018 in season one in that video that came out in 2019. Excuse me if I needed time to learn the game, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure, yeah. I lost. Like, people say, oh, you lost. People make fun of me for losing JDCR as well. I don't get that. Can you, pl- like, the no, game just came out. Why didn't you just beat him? Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing? It's just, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's like, just unacceptable. You just saved all this if you just beat him. Oh, where were you in Tag 2? First of all, I didn't do particularly bad in Tag 2, but there were no tournaments by the end of it, even though I kept improving. And then Tekken 7 happened and go, oh, you never did anything before Akuma. Well, excuse me for getting better at the game. You know, I, I need time to improve. I didn't just come out of nowhere. I've been play- I haven't been playing for as long as Dinosaur, but I've, I've been around. And people just think, oh, season three Akuma happened and you started winning. Like people say, oh, he suddenly won the mix-up. I've been winning challenger events fucking everywhere before mm. that. But they just see, it just comes into their consciousness and they don't see what everything that happened prior to that. They just say, oh, Akuma got buffed. Yeah. Uh, Super Akuma beat John Ding while laughing. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly Akuma's completely broken. But it's just, it took time to master the character and and for players to learn Tekken 7 which is quite different from Tag 2 and previous centuries of Tekken. Um, I, I, mm-hmm. want to, I, I want to kind of touch on that. 
Um, let's talk a bit about some of the best Akuma players in the world. Um, who are they and what is their speciality? Because even, you know, with, with a character, not everyone's going to play him exactly alike. So, for example, Super Akuma, what's your... How is your Akuma distinct? Goki Akuma, how is your Akuma distinct? How about um, a wise honey? What makes his Akuma his Akuma? My Akuma is I have a meterless EX invincible jumps. I, <laughs> a, I have a very, very good timing for when I jump. I, I make jumping look completely busted. I jump over anti-airs regularly. Right? I, I don't know really how I do it, but that is how I, I play. Um, Kaipa... He just does, he does, does the bullshit Akuma plays, but he is not scared. He goes balls in. He, he, he thinks about it, right? He's smart and he'll go for the 50-50s and, and guess right. But because he's such a good player, he's not just doing coin flip and being lucky. Mm. But he does, he's not scared to just go in and in and in. I'm right. much more patient and wait for my opportunity to use the jump. Right, right. Uh, a wise Ani is uh, much more ground-based and he's and he will wait for his opportunity to you'll play very in frame like he won't like a lot of players they're like oh i'm at plus i'm at plus five hmm. i'll do a 20 frame move even though it can be interrupted like they'll respect me it's not just always sunny that's general pakistan style they they don't play outside of their frame okay but uh, why sound he like that? He doesn't play outside of his frames until that one moment where you crack. Mm. Like if he's at minus, you don't, he doesn't tend to press too many buttons because mm. he's not because he's playing inside his frames. Mm. But just when you think, okay, he's not pressing buttons, that's when he goes in. Right. But you've, you've also seen a way Sonny, uh, he's, he's beating up you know players with with Negan, so he's he's clearly a very very strong player outside of Akuma as well. Which is, is clearly, you know, helpful. Which is why I think he stays on the ground quite a lot because um, maybe maybe it's not that he's in, not embraced um, full, fully Akuma, but he doesn't doesn't need to really, you know, to, to make him world class. No, I don't, I don't think that's it. I played him. He is a he, so? he, he is an Akuma Akuma player. You think so? At, at, Atif plays Akuma. He might have played him better than Awise. That's debatable. Mm. But he was never. I want to play Akuma. I'm an Akuma main. A wise right, right. did really. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what define? So, what about um, Atif and, and Goki Akuma? What what is it that defines these players? A Goki, you go for it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Much more. He okay. wants to do too many fancy stuff. He's a combo video man. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just make I just make cool he, combos. He just wants to get you know, the lab monster. Huh? Yeah, and and you know I like to um, ultimately punish when I can mm. um, so there's one thing you do that no other Akuma does okay I, think it, I, I don't agree with doing it but when it works it works right is uh, normally we do the 50-50 with uh, down free or while standing two he'll right. use uh, while standing three DP cancels yeah why wouldn't anyone do that because <laughs> cool. if you did that before when bar was plentiful and abundance, yeah, sure. That that wasn't a problem. I I <laughs> I've dashed in, done DP cancel just for the fun <laughs> of it, because because I'll get a bar anyway. Mm. 
but, but now but you're very scarce i wouldn't do it but unblock unblock you are plus though if you manage to cancel it no like it, well it's enough. good the problem is wasting a bar when it for plus frames it used to be worth it uh, after the meter nerf i think meter for plus frames isn't worth it anymore I think it's worth it in the. I think it's worth it in the wall. Yeah, against against the wall, it's well against the wall is only where it's usable because whilst on a three will push yeah. back too far to where you can't cancel the show. You can and sometimes it whiffs, but oh yeah, no, you do at the wall. Yeah, at the wall, yeah, 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 at the wall, yeah, it's good because then you just do. And it's not. It's, it's, it's quite an unfamiliar situation to have um, heavy show. You can FADC on block for the opponent, so the, perhaps mm, they don't right. know the the exact frame there. So yeah, it, I think that's is, why it's powerful. You never see it. Yeah, yeah, and when it works, it really does work. So, yeah, no, like it's it's good tech. It's just risky, but you won't get punished for it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. What well, I thought you did wasting an opportunity for something. Like I would rather lose a bit of life on a float combo than uh, than waste my meter. That, I suppose, that's, yeah, that's... because you're gaining meter if you lose the life anyway. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, who was the last one you said? Well, um, I said Atif, but also let's let's um, let's not forget Farzin, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farzin, I think he, Farzin's a good mix of me and a wise. I think I'd say that's true. Yeah, yeah. bloodline flowing through him, right? but he, he does try to be a bit more creative than um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wise, he's he's very solid. He'll adapt well. Like Farzin's an amazing player all around, but. He doesn't have that uh, as as much of a pronounced style as uh, me or Awise. Hmm. He, he's sort of between us two, I think. I like playing against Farzine more than Awise because I, 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 it feels a lot more similar to playing myself, and that's super weird to me, and I like it. Um, I, I think, but how, how old is Farzine again, and how long has he been playing? I think he turned seventeen recently. That blows well, my he's mind. been sixteen for like you know for most of my life. So he's been sixteen for years. <laughs> yeah, it's been sixteen for years. Yeah, that actually blows my mind that he is the level that he is, and he's. I, I've literally been playing tech and longer than he's been alive. But like, there's tons of uh, like high level players who who started off as child prodigies, like yeah. um, like Harry Potter. He was. He was. He's called Harry Potter because when he started, he I thought you were talking like about Harry the Harry Potter. For a uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter, the the, the Italian player, because he was literally like I, I can't remember how old he was. He was he was ridiculously young when he started, um, but he and he looked just like Harry Potter, and then he turned into like he turned into Nicholas Cage's. No, sorry, he turned into um, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's son from uh, the Rocky films later on, but like. But when he started, he looked like Harry Potter. That's why everyone called him it. But like, like Hello. Bronson, like yeah. I'm pretty sure like Bronson, yeah, used to turn up to like Tekken Tag One tournaments, like on a tricycle with like one of those <laughs> hats with the little the cap with like a little propeller on the top. <laughs> um, like Joey Fury, he was super young. Uh, oh, yeah. Anakin, Gen. Again, was thirteen years old. Evo Grand Finals. Oh, yeah, yeah. AK, mm. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or oh, AK's debut was mad. I I regularly rewatch that. Like it was so good. How old was he for this debut? Uh, I think he's eighteen now. Eighteen or nineteen now. Yeah, but 
but in his like Tekken debut, like thirteen. Yeah, he must have been about insane. Thirteen or fourteen, something like that. Blows my mind. I think maybe Yen was fourteen and he was thirteen. I think. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, two more players on on the Akumalesa. We can't forget um Atif Bart and uh, Rickstar as well. (laughs) Oh, Rick! Yeah, Rickstar was yeah actually. Come to think of it, Rickster was uh, amongst fun. Yeah, yeah, they're so fun to watch, and they're amongst the reasons that I play Kuma now. So entertaining, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, entertaining is what I'd say. Like, yeah, he doesn't optimize very well, but it'll just (laughs) it'll just throw stuff. That's just how is that a thing? And it's amazing. (laughs) it's it's fun to watch, but he doesn't optimize very well. He does. He just tries to be too creative. So like, is what I'd say. Not that, not that he's bad when I say he doesn't optimize. Like, the guy's got a level. You got to don't underestimate Rickster, mm. but he's just too too wacky. You know, he gave us that super fireball slow mo, and nobody's right. gonna forget that, right? Yeah. So, but I think most Akuma players were like, yeah, that, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. you know, the, the super sort of goes a bit backwards. Yeah. And it, but and slow mo takes this game that moment. Yeah. So slow mo, be reasonable, man. <laughs> slow mo changes some of the um hurt boxes, it does. doesn't it? Yeah, I'm it sh- does, sure it must. Does, be. Yeah. yeah, there are well, things that only work slow mo. You can see the blocks, um, like animation of of Brian's rage drive in the slow mo, but but Akuma's super fireball still connected and killed. Right. So. Yeah. Must have been a yeah. pixel pixel thing, like a pixel to pixel kind of interaction. Yeah. But. He also well, he also must have like he must have screwed up the buffer because otherwise the <laughs> the super fireball just should have beat the thing. Yeah, it yeah. should have beat the race track straight out. It should be in it straight yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, or he delayed it. Yeah, just the just enough. <laughs> does that a bit as well. I beat uh, I. I'm gonna say I robbed Real Menace yesterday in the tournament. I was stuck to him. He teched. He did wall standing four. I did rage out, and like he's there, right? The wall standing four does this. Like, <laughs> Raging demon sometimes just doesn't get hit. Like there's no super armor. I had one pixel. I would have died. Yeah. No, I've it's had that too. Yeah. Slow mo hitbox uh, glitch, but there's no slow mo because there's a cinematic effect before it comes out. You know, there's a very specific situation with slow-mo, actually, that I can mention with Akuma. And mm-hmm. it's if you do down three into half circle back one, which is the one projectile red fireball, if the down three gets blocked, if you, if the opponent does while standing four or an I-11 while standing move, um, the fireball and the while standing move should trade. However, if it's on a slow-mo, the fireball will beat it out completely, giving you the win rather than the draw. Mm. I remember that. That is super weird. I've experienced it twice in, in tournament and, you know, I've, I've told my opponent, well, that, that should have worked and I shouldn't have won, but I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's Because uh, the fireball, I don't think the fireball actually um, in that interaction is affected by the slow-mo. Or, or if it is, it's, it's, not, it's not to the extent in which it should be. Um, and it completely beats out the I-11 whilst on a move. Yeah. When stuff like that happens, I win and, I, and when I'm shaking their hand, I'm like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, I've said sorry after winning matches for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember we were in uh, Bangkok, Leslie, and and um, I I um I remember good times, it, good times. It, yeah, it was good times indeed. <laughs> um, 
And I remember it was, uh, what was it? It was, it was the top eight, but there was an Akuma pick. Uh, there was an, a specific Akuma interaction against Kuma and you use while standing two against Akuma into red fireball. And there's a reason yes. for doing that in that matchup. Um, yeah. can, can you explain, to, can you just remind me what that is? Cause it's a very character specific interaction. So Kuma and, you know, bears, they, they don't have the ability to step, um, the red fireball after blocking while standing two. Mm. So, which was, which was, that used to be the answer to it. Obviously, obviously, you know, half circle back one is, uh, now safe. So there's no need to step, but, uh, sorry, it's now minus 12. It's now minus 12. It's now unsafe. So there's no need to step. Yeah. Um, but that was the answer to it. But since it's, so that, that in itself is, is powerful enough, but on Kuma, if you do while sending two into red fireball, the projectile itself will float without using any meter. So you can then dash and do it like a dash jab and get a full oh. combo. Oh really? So it was a, it was a safe mid launcher for Akuma, and he doesn't really have many of those. Well, he doesn't have any of those without you know jumping outside of um, meter usage. So, so because yeah, like he's so big that the fireball travels underneath and it's still clips it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and you can and you can have a full combo. Yeah, I mean there was a way around that. Of course, you could use power crush to interrupt the fireball, but that was risking itself. You know. Mm-hmm. Because here I'm thinking with my low IQ brain that the Akuma Kuma matchup might actually be in Kuma's favor because he's tall, oh, he can jab him, and he has little little bare legs, so it might be hard to down to clean hit the down three. Mm. But any good Akuma player I talk to is like, nah, Akuma destroys Kuma. No, no, no. Actually, I changed my mind on that recently. Now Kuma's got an option that the Kuma players weren't using. Um, I don't know if you know Tinky Boobies. No. He's a French best name ever. Uh-huh. I know, but he's a, he's a French player that plays Panda. Okay, he showed me an option that he found. Uh, huh? Yeah, that fucks me up. That that does change everything. What what you is know, it? You, I'm not gonna tell people. They're gonna start doing. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> uh, if you do a back three plus four, you know the launcher where it just hit, hits you with hind legs. Yeah, yeah. I mm. crushes and launches, mm. and. You can't you you can't really do much because it'll interrupt the slower moves that might hit him, and it'll crush the highs, mm-hmm. which are the fast options. Mm-hmm. Is that from is that from Wild Standing Two? You mean or or in general? If he's fast, oh, right. Off of Wild Standing Two for sure, but it just, if he does it, if he times it well, in general, it works. Because like well, uh, th- there's good things about the Kuma matchups that that involved jumping, because big characters. If you jump and do demon flip, you don't have to wait for the demon flip to start going down to grab them. Of course, yeah. You can, yeah. Just, you can just do it at the tip of the jump, which is super fast and very hard to react to mm. for an unblockable grab, right? Mm. But I think, can, I think the, uh, that's a problem. The, the combo possibilities on, on Kuma are a bit absurd as well for, for, yeah, for Kuma. There's some good things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it exclusively yeah. Kuma or other big characters like maybe Mardok or even Fox just, just, just Kuma? Yeah. Just Kuma, yeah. Just Kuma, yeah. For, for, for what, the combos? Kuma exclusive for the combos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, some, there's something on Jack, but that's not too much. Okay. Are there any other players uh, we want to bring up? Uh, maybe uh, Chikorin, Book. Oh, yeah, Atif. Yeah, we thought to talk about Atif. Uh, Atif. Uh... I don't know how his mind works. Like, I, I can't read the man. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it was because it was 4 a.m. and I had played for 30 hours already <laughs> in three days or two at that point. Mm. Uh, but I could I could not get a read on him. Unpredictable. And he, he, will, he, will, he will punish everything. Or whiff pun- but you can't whiff punish Vakuma normally. He, he does, yeah. Wow. He doesn't have a problem. What does he use and to whiff he, punish? Uh, two. Uh, he'll jump at good moments, but he doesn't jump a lot. His down four usage is very frequent, but very good. Yeah, from what I've seen, he's just he's really good, he's just really good at locking people down with forward forward four and down four. Like that mm. seems to be like the main yeah, thing that his, he's. His mind games are just great. There's not like mm, like yeah. I said, he's not an Akuma main really. He was maining Akuma because that's because in season three, that was the character to play. If you could pl- early season three, if you could play Akuma, you should play Akuma. Mm. And uh, he did, and he could. So it worked out. But I, yeah, that, that's it. He, he just had a gr- a great mind game. So he, he was just locking people out because Akuma can be pretty good at that. It's risky, mm-hmm. but it's effective. So doing it well is very troublesome. How about I've seen books sometimes play Akuma. He has a pocket Akuma occasionally, and Chikrin, of course. Played Akuma, plays Akuma. I mean, Geese is his main, but he does also have a pocket of Akuma. Um, any any notes? Chikorin just played clean. Not, yeah. Really nothing special apart from one setup. But I think I, I didn't see anyone do it before I did it, but it seems too obvious to, to say I made it. I don't think I made it. Mm-hmm. But like he was doing forward free into the new power crush. Because right. people were saying, oh, this new power crush, it's not that useful and it's kind of unsafe. But no, that it's just that Akuma can be at minus frames and now he doesn't have to spend a resource to take a risk and take his turn back. Mm. Yeah. I think the backswing is really what makes that uh, yeah, yeah. that power crush though. Because exactly. without without that, it's I think it's not... I think it's not a great power crush. Well, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a move they didn't have before. He never had like you know, that sort of power crush option because all only really yeah, was... The backsway is, is nice. Uh, I did back two, which is minus nine. Yeah. You can't power crush at minus nine, but he backswayed. Mm. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, Down four, three, you know, the 12 frame mid into, into power crush. That'll beat some, you know, jabs out because of the backswing is so, is so quick. Yeah. That's what makes the power crush, yeah. And, and the range is good. Mm. So what's nice is they will, like, backdash and duck because they're waiting for... <laughs> Yeah, for you to crush their high with a sweep, even though you don't have the frames to press a button, and I'll just get hit by it. Mm. And the, and the fact that it wall splats is good. But yeah, he, like I like I know the Pakistanis don't like doing forward three into power crush or forward four into power crush. Like that new power crush, they don't really like it. Right. But I I was using it, and I noticed Chikrin started using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apart apart from that, which isn't common to all Akumas. He's just, he was just playing regular Akuma. Nothing too too crazy. Just clean. Clean, precise. I, I mean, out of all the players we listed, can we make a top five? In your yeah. guys' opinion. Was it top five or top five? Like like top five Akumas in the world players. Who are the who are the best five? Or just let's just rank them. I, I generally don't like ranking players, but I'm, <laughs> I'm curious to hear your opinions. <laughs> I think I always got to be number one. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
AWS na bok. AWS. Super goes like, hmm? <laughs> exactly. <What? laughs> no, I didn't hear what AT for AWS. AWS, AWS, yeah. Does AT still play Akuma? I think he doesn't. If if we take him out because he doesn't play Akuma anymore, then, uh, yeah. But AWS, Farzine, uh, maybe Kashi Snake. Not very famous, but he was the guy who played against that Leo player oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and just tattooed away four times. And then, and then whiff baited with the with back turn four to get oh, full combo. Right, 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 right. He did run in free and just floated it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I played that guy. It was a crazy set. <laughs> I don't think he's, he's definitely not as good as the other two, but he, he's good. And he is. He's yeah, he's, he's really good. He's Actually, he, he's yeah. Well, I have I have contact with him, you know, and he is sort of what um, inspired me to get better as well. You know, he was one of the first. Well, he was one of the first Pakistani Akuma players that I, I come across before you know Waisani and and Farzi and, and all of these, and um, because because at that time there was not a lot of Korean Akuma sort of um, content or or like sets or anything like that. That was only at the beginning of my second career, really. And you know, of course, I, I would I would take what I could get from Super Akuma's uh, tournament sets. Um, but but there was the YouTube channel still you know active now. Tekken Gurjan Vala, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Mm. Um, and that that was that was like the that, I think for me anyway that was just the start of this this Pakistani Tekken. Um, you know, um, that, that's the Gujarala is the city where Atif comes from. All oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lahore is the biggest city for Tekken. Gujarwala, I think, is the second. Right. How close mm. are they? Uh, then anybody know? Like the geography is like, not very it's good. Worth the trip, but it's not that close. Okay. It's, it's probably like an an hour or two away, something like that. Okay. Okay. Like, they bad. occasionally do the trip, but mm. I would just mention I would watch Kashi and I'd be like, "This is how I want to play Akuma," you know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd say a wise. Farzine, even me or Kashi for yeah. three and four. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a huge difference between us. Like we play drastically different, but I it's don't think like, I've got the tournament rep to, to gain ranks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But he beat me, <laughs> yeah. and he's in. The thing is, he's in Pakistan. Like he can't have the tournament rep. It's yeah. not like he tried and just lost. He doesn't really yeah. get the opportunity too much. That's um, true. That's true. How how could I forget? I mean, the the Akuma I was talking about in the Akuma Akuma matchup was Bilal, wasn't it? Mm, Um, Bilal's Akuma. (laughs) That was painful. He he plays a lot of characters. So he plays Brian is his main, but he also runs Devil Jin, uh, Akuma. Bilal's playstyle is so weird. Mm -hmm. I I don't know what he does, man. With all his his characters, he's got a playstyle. It's it's really weird. It's um, good. It works. It's nice, it's, and and it it, it doesn't look easy to beat or anything. Because some some players they look easy to beat. You you play against them and then you find out it's not him. Yeah. It's not that, but he's weird. Man. Like, he's got weird timings. He'll just stop. Yeah. He'll stop. He'll just, stop. Yeah. Literally just stop. It's crazy. He's really he's a rip, he's just really yeah, a redneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, what? if I gotta put Bilal in there, then. Yeah, I'd say a yeah, a wise 
Fazin, Belal, then me, yeah. then uh, I'd Ash. agree with that top five. Yeah, yeah. You know, I actually I I, I interviewed Bilal at, in, I interviewed Bilal um in Bangkok and I asked him, why do you just stop sometimes in the middle of a match? Like it's like Bilal.exe stop working. Crashed or something, but it's he said it's literally just to throw off the timing. It's surprising. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's you don't powerful. expect it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like because people, you know, like you think high level tech and con- constant movement in and out, in and out, sidestep here, sidestep there. Ah, I'll just I'll just chill out here. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, I I do stuff like that. Sometimes I just walk forward into my opponent. Yeah, like, I've walked forward and just blocked a hop kick and like. Okay, you know you're playing against the crew, right? <laughs> um, that's that's something I sometimes do with Steve actually in Peekaboo. Just just walk forward. You're an auto block, so um, you'd be surprised how much. Like you know, if you block it, you block it, and you'll have frame advantage often, um, or you might even get a punish. I mean, it's it's you know, it, it's it's unexpected. It's unexpected. As if a crew um, wasn't unexpected enough, then he, you know, you've got tactics like this. Yeah, yeah right. It's another tool in your arsenal. Um, let's let's talk a bit about um, how um, Akuma has has changed um, over the years, over the seasons. I mean, generally, he's just mostly been nerfed since he was brought in. I mean, f- as we mentioned, Fainted Retribution Akuma was absolutely insane. He got nerfed a bunch until until season one. Season one to season two, Akuma he got some decent buffs. I remember um, you can now uh, they made the Red Fireball safe. In season two, yeah, like, yeah, right. No, no it was safe. Oh, you can no, combo was, into it. You can combo was, into it. That's right. Yeah, wasn't, yeah. It, wasn't, it, wasn't it unsafe because it knocked down? I think that was what it was, and they made it minus nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. I think. Yeah, I don't think it was unsafe. Mm, I think it was unsafe because it knocked down, right? Yeah, no, mm. I knocked down. I don't think it was unsafe. Maybe, it, maybe. It, it, it was a trash move and no one used it. So yeah, there was no... <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah, was... and the, the Demon Flip 1 change and that, that was, uh, Ford, Ford, that was Ford, Ford, Ford yeah. 2 1. That, that's the was change. Ford, Ford 2 1 season 2? Well, that, yeah, season 2 was World Bounce, right? So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, season 1 to season 2, he got some good buffs. Season two to season three, he also got a few like decent buffs to his neutral. Oh, oh yeah, I thought okay, fair enough. Um, Just the but, chat mentioned um, it was it was safe. Yeah, yeah. I I knew that there would be somebody in the chat mentioning that it was safe. Sorry, yeah, but, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, and then in season three, ever since he started winning tournaments regularly, he's been, you know, progressively, regularly, steadily bu- um, nerfed. Um, ever since he became this huge. Uh, tournament threat presence and everyone started complaining about him on, on Twitter and whatnot. Um, are these nerfs justified? Yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Because early season three, they experimented with something. Mm. Is uh, They tried to... Like, he's, he's always that this balance of crazy damage and explosiveness, but bad neutral mm. and bad tools mm. in general. Mm. They're, they're bad, but if you get hit, you'll die. So they tried to lower the damage and uh, and give him a better neutral to see if that evens it out in a way people enjoy more. Right. The problem is they kind of broke that balance because the damage is still relatively high. Mm. It's You don't get death combos off of everything now. Like 
now if you get a death combo, they pretty much asked for it. Mm. Before it, it kind of happened. Mm. Now mm. it's really specific. Mm. And uh, yeah, they just tried giving him better tools but less damage to just see what happened. And the problem is giving him better tools but still having all the options he had was a was a bit too much. Right. So now what they're doing is uh, nerfing nerfing his big damage stuff while not touching what made his neutral better. Because forward free is an amazing game changing of a nerf. Like forward mm. free is a, like it you had to use it before because his range is poor, but it was it was bad. It was minus seven on block, I want to say, before. Mm. And plus four one three. On I believe it was minus nine, although I could be wrong. Most of his moves were minus nine, nine, right? I was hesitating between seven and nine. Yeah. And it was uh, only plus one on hit. Mm. Now it's minus four and plus seven. So now if you poke with it, you do actually get some decent advantage off of it. Mm. Because basically before, the only thing you could do is a jab. uh, Mm. And then everything else could get beaten. Right. Now it's it's an actual decent poke that goes quite far. And uh, yeah, that changed a lot. The downfall one two uh, frames are good, but not not much of a change. The fact that they're closer, you still can't get a clean hit, so it doesn't make that much of a difference. Mm. Forward four does a lot more damage now. I know uh, Guki Okuma was complaining because it's less wall carry, mm. but it's more damage. For, forward four. Yeah, the new counter hit properties. Uh... I think it- no, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure now it gives more wall carry because you can screw rather than instant screw. The instant screw send them so far in the first place and you could fit in more dash jabs. Well, I suppose your dash jabs come before your screw now in, in forward four combo. You know, you do yeah, forward four, you can't hit, you're going to do a sidestep and then get dash jabs. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I have never complained about that. I was like, more damage in a normal counter hit that's much easier to convert off of, I'll take it. Well, no, I, I complained because, um, well, before I saw the move, because it said the properties on, on, on counter hit had changed. I oh, thought I they were just taking, it, taking it away. So, I, I, like Everyone expected nerfs. I was scared. But yeah. Mm. And also, forward four, it was the same thing as forward three. It was like minus nine on block. And it was your only fast homing option that was safe. Mm. And um, yeah, they, they made the frames on block decent. Like minus four isn't great, but it's not it's not bad. Mm. So now he has a good homing option and a good mid poke. And that's sort of all he was really missing. Mm. So they they completed his kit, even though you, you lowered the damage, you completed the character. Which means the the balance was sort of shaky between damage and shit tools. Mm. Sort of got a bit too high. Mm. Right. Well, I think the identity of the character really got switched from season two to season three, um, with you know the nerfs particularly, because, um, well, even even actually the buffs of making you know back one hit, well, making the opponent land closer after back one hits so that you can land demon flip three, because that gave you more damage over the long run. Really, like it was more consistent mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, um, that was. So you, you could argue that it was easier to to pick up as a character. Right. Which was not what I, you know, which was not what I saw the character as. You know, I, I, I never thought that I would 
um, player character who would be made easier for the user. Well, you know, Akuma anyway. And he would have um, very specific Akuma like tools taken away, like Key Charge Demon. I, I really, I really, you know, I'm, I dislike that they've done that. Um, and they'd also take away the, the spike from down forward one, two at the wall, and forward one plus two at the wall, and you know stuff like that, which which made Akuma's fifty fifty archetype so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, if you're going to take away what makes Akuma Akuma, uh, and, and and try to add these. Um, neutral tools by increasing, or, or, you know, increasing, uh, you know, frames on hit and decreasing your your disadvantage on block and, well, it, it's just stuff like that. It without without really going as far as to make the character. Well, here's how I see it. So, I think it's like season was it season one to season two geese or something like that, or where where they completely changed his or like or the geese nerves. Okay, two, the, 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 geese, the geese nerves where they made. Um, Geese into a Tekken character, or rather than sticking to him, sticking with his 2D archetype character. Um, if you're going to, if, if that's the direction they could have taken. They could have took with Akuma, but I don't think they either went far enough. But they also um, they didn't they didn't really they didn't. I suppose it's uh, it's more like if you're going to nerf Akuma and try to make him a second character, go all the way rather than taking away what makes him so unique and mm-hmm. leaving him with the version we have now because I, I, I still think season 2 Akuma is you know, the best version or it's my favourite anyway maybe that's my style but I still think season 2 Akuma is the, uh, the strongest we've had even though it was difficult to combo from back 1 against you know most characters um, which was what his damage came from mm-hmm. and you know there was other issues as well but Obviously, meet again as well, but that was that was a huge like that was a big deal in season two. That was probably too strong. Mm. Um, but just the what made Akuma so special is is now is now not there anymore. In, in my in my opinion, anyway. Mm. I think that's yeah. a bit much. No, no like, well, still quite. Yeah. Well, maybe, that's because, quite... maybe that's because I I use Akuma as well because I can't use any of the t- any of the character right so. Like yeah. I said, he's, he's he's a crazy combo maker. Yeah, yeah. He's not he's not as much of a tournament uh, clean player than uh, than some other people. I can understand that's more your style. That's more what you enjoy. That's subjective. Mm. I'll I'll say this for the tools you mentioned. The I never use Danford one twos fifty fifty. A mm. lot of people told me, oh, you should use it. It's great. They have to roll back, and if they don't roll back, you get a resplat. Yeah. It's like, that's not how I want to play. That's that's not what I do. I know some people use that, but I'm like, nah, give me guaranteed damage, and when they tech or don't tech, I still have a mix-up. I, I don't mm. need a canned mix-up to make a mix-up. Right, right. Because if you do that, you you put them in a mix-up. Yeah, no, of course. Right? Give me my damage, and we'll see how you wake up, and then there's the mix-up. That's for me. The problem with that is that on the floor break stage... It doesn't break the floor correctly, and you have nothing that breaks the floor well, and your combo is now shit on Forgotten Realm. That's pretty bad, yeah. Like, you, can, you can still use Running 3, but or like Demon Flip 2. So inconsistent. But yeah, it is inconsistent, right? Because like, it's so slow, and the range and stuff. Terrible. Some, sometimes you're breaking, and then you're behind the opponent, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah like, it's, like, that, that's just, but that's one stage in the game, so it's not too bad. Uh, as far as Key Charge Demon, I loved it as well. I used it plenty, but I can understand why they took it away. I do. I do. I don't, I don't understand. Why they took it away. 
I, I don't understand, honestly. Unblockable Rager. I think they should have kept it. It was hilarious. It was it was hilarious, and I, I I loved using it. I really did. I do miss it every day. I'm on. I got a post on my wall. Says, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's an unblockable rager. You, I think people you can do from so far guy, for the, for the check. Can you explain, to, um, guys? Because some people in the chat are a bit confused about. Um, so, can you explain about key charge? Uh, Leslie, oh, yeah. let, let okay. us about your love. You, yeah, right. So. <laughs> I'm not sure the mechanics of how it works, but in season two and you know previous seasons of Tekken Seven, when you key charged and you are in a close enough range to the opponent, hmm. the raging demon actually became inescapable by conventional means such as jumping. Um, you know, characters with a, a non-universal jump like 2D characters could still avoid it, hmm. but for some reason, the the key charge property of you know your character Vakuma made it so that they couldn't access the jump back frames of of avoiding the raging demon so it would just it would guarantee to hit them but it's interesting though because if one one hits on counter hit well even back then if one one hit on counter hit you could still avoid it by holding up back so it wasn't the fact that it was a counter hit which made it inescapable it was key for charge. some for some reason the key I charge a bit of a i don't understand how it worked cuz you'll notice in the training mode if you do it There'll be like this exclamation point, yeah, yeah, an unblockable yeah. move, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but you have to be grabbed by it. But it's not a grab; it is a hit. Mm. And the thing is, if you if you win key charge, what would happen is the game would register a counter hit and be like, "Well, you can't have a counter hit if it didn't hit." Oh yeah, <laughs> and it would just grab you. <laughs> and that, it was just like a logic. Uh, coding thing. I I, th- I thought it was I thought they'd hard my theory was that they'd hard coded it in to stop option selects because they'd uh, they don't want you to be in the middle of what they didn't want was to people for people to just press buttons to get out of uh, so they didn't want you to be able to just do high crush moves right to just do like Lars up forward four or whatever at any point during a raging demon so they they programmed it so that like if you if you like if there's a, a a hit state property like then the key charge then the demon will grab you but if you're just jumping without attacking then nothing will will happen so you couldn't so I, I thought that like the key charge was bypassing the ability to like because they didn't yeah they didn't want option select buttons that you could just press on reaction to to get out a demon some characters could do that though still yeah yeah yeah, yeah, there's still a ton of good shit yeah yeah can dragon still low parry it no i don't think that's it what what was that dragon low parrying it can dragon Mm -hmm. still low parry it low parry what uh, raging demon. He, I'm sure he could range. He could just low parry raging demon at some point. He just, stood there in man, he just stood there in manual low parry oh, animation, and oh, then yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen that before. Uh, no, no, no. Because when they fixed the key charge, I think they also fixed moves like that. Oh, oh, you mean like how Steve would be in uh, peekaboo yes. and avoid it? Uh, mm-hmm. they, they that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's inescapable now. But anyway, so what? Well, basically, so what? There were a bunch of setups for the key charge demon where you could just you could just key charge the classic one which Rickstar Rickstar did against someone I can't remember. You just you just key charge do uh, ex um, hurricane kick full screen. And, yep, <laughs> and then buffer raging demon once oh, you people, land. People used to think that the actual uh, ex 
Tatsu was what made the demon inescapable, but that's just too close distance, right? Yeah. To make it so that they're not going to press to interrupt yeah. your raging demon. Some mm-hmm. people thought it was plus frames on yeah. um, on demon. It's not even that. If you whiffed and you were close enough, you couldn't jump. Well, yeah, some setups were where you would um, you would do like a sure you can in the middle of a, in the middle of your combo FADC it and then hope that they tech rolled and then you could you know align yourself to where if they tech roll you're in key charge. Well, so you do the you do the sure you can you key charge. Well, you do the Shoryuken, you FADC, then you key charge. They're high enough to where you can key charge, and if they tech roll, you're not you're not vulnerable. And then you can actually go into Raging Demon, and they don't have the space to avoid it. Like they are guaranteed to get hit. I remember winning a set like that in tournament. That was quite hype. The way to avoid <laughs> the the Raging Demon was to jump before, like to jump early. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the Raging Demon activated. Yeah. I, I actually did, with my training partner because we played so much. Actually, key charged, did the EX tattoo, and just didn't do the rage out. Like, key charged, it's fun, but it's an unblockable rage out. You can't have that. I think you should. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think people should. <laughs> uh, like, uh, it looks, it looks, back, I'll take it for sure. <laughs> you, people should have things which look cool. Like, yeah, he charges up. Yeah, and then he does raging demon, and that <laughs> looks cool. And so it should be in the game. Mm. And his like arms have um, still got those like uh, key charge effects on them as he's doing it. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so we were talking a bit about the um, the nerfs uh, oh. in like the more recent versions of of Tekken. and 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 the weird so, thing is when these first like, came meter, out, people meter said nerf, uh, so recently like yeah, yeah. meter nerf and damage nerf on down yeah, four so, and so there weren't yeah there weren't. Like every time there haven't been many, but they've steadily sort of added up. Mm. So I think so. Yeah, first it was meat enough. Mm. Then it was uh, more recovery on down two. Down two. Yeah. Minus fourteen fireball. Yes. Uh, what was the other one? Heavy tattoo. Minus fifteen. Minus fifteen heavy tattoo was yeah. earlier, right? Oh, right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah what were the other ones? Uh, Ford, Ford, Ford uh, doesn't launch anymore on counter hit. hit. Down four, toned down on damage. I'll circle back um, one. It's 12. Red yeah, fireball, and red bubble. Yeah. yeah. And like, and so I mean, it's quite a lot. As well. That's very, very annoying for me. Oh, is this the EX fireball? EX fireball. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, work. yes. Yeah. He just, sh- he just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I've had him shoot it to the side, like slightly to the side. Like one will hit and the other one just won't. Mm. Like, I don't know the theory behind that change, honestly. It was before, and that was yeah. listed nowhere. I lost a round in tournament because of that. Hardly anyone ever uses EX Fireball either. It's cool. Yeah. Things that look cool should, should... Yeah, that's true, that's true. Because mm. it's still usable. Yeah. Depending on which point in your jump you do it, it doesn't work as well. Because if you do it at the tip of your jump, he shoots them in the in exactly the same place. You'll get double the damage, but the point of having two fireballs is the first one hits, there's a delay, you hit the mm-hmm. ground, the mm-hmm. second one hits, and you and you have the plus frame. Yeah, yeah. If they yeah. both hit at the same time, you just get damage and that's it. You don't get your guaranteed hit, which is the ent- only reason to use it. If yeah. you hit later in the jump, it's okay. But sometimes, it, depending on where you are, you want to do it higher up because it will go further. Yeah. 
Oh, it won't. I, so that's I guess problem. maybe they, they wanted to stop all the like super like. I don't think any of this stuff is like remotely practical. Maybe they just want, wanted to stop. I yeah. want the low high. <laughs> yeah, do they want to yeah. stop people like punishing hell sweeps with tiger knee ex bibles? Because that shit is impossible. Like that shit is really hard. No, that was never possible because it would still it would still be jumping as you did it. No, no it's not. I'm, I've uh, seen. No, no, no. It's not. It's not tiger knee. Yeah. It, it's uh. You have you have to jump and you do it at a specific time, but it's not yeah. tiger knee. You do it tiger knee. He does the double and it does like a rocket jump. Oh yeah, yeah. That thing, yeah. yeah. It's it's just a very specific point in the jump. It's very hard to mm. do, but it's not a tiger. Yeah. Okay. But no one no one ever did it because it was impossible. It was you, can, you had to have. You could do it off on debug. Debug is okay. Yeah. yeah. There's better options for debug. Yeah, you could just do we could just do jumping or whatever. The best one, if you want to do the biggest damage, is you walk forward a bit or you walk back. I think you walk back. You do two harder. The harder will travel really far because you yeah. grab this hitbox and you can fit in a focus a charged up focus attack. Like instead of doing FADC after the fireball, you hold down the yeah. to input and go for yeah. level two you focus. Hit him with the focus. You don't yeah, 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 yeah. And that's pretty cool because after the focus, it's still on scales. If you did the regular juggle, you you might as well just hit him with a focus. But you can do a wall bounce, mm-hmm. after focus, yeah, which is way more damage. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to mention. I was going to mention that there are still um, the number of quite useless moves that Akuma has. I mean, I could mention uh, just Ex Tatsu, you know, the grounded version. Useless. Um, yeah, nobody nobody's going to use that and. Well, in fact, you could argue that it has some use in, in, in very niche situations. But even then, like as, as, as a block punisher, for instance, but even then, if you're blocking something, you're holding back. And if you input QCB input with, with, with uh, 3 plus 4, you teleport backwards. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no... Yeah, Dinosaur, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's, there's, not, there's, there's not just any... There's, there's not just no use to it. There's also no no utility, right? You, you can't you actually... Can use it. You can use it to punish, like... You can't use it to punish lows, but you can use it because if you're holding down back, you get the teleport. As far as I remember, but if you're if you're blocking if you block a mid, so basically it's useful for one thing, which is when you block a max range mat kick. And mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else. And well, you want to spend holding, meter for a, even if you, you are holding spend back. meter for a terrible juggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah max exactly, range exactly. mat kick. Yeah. Oh, oh, because it's yeah. You don't need, you need to do that. You can DP, can't you? I'm pretty sure that reach. Well, well, isn't isn't Mac, well? I, I'm not going to try and argue with the Brian main, but isn't max range max kick minus nine? Minus ten. It might be sometimes, but like yeah, no, no, the problem is, I've stopped doing it because it's not always minus ten. Yeah, I, right. I that. yeah. It is. It is almost. It is pretty much almost all the time. Like it might be everything in this game tends oh, to have yeah. some kind of like more <laughs> true, than one or two, but like it's, it's consistent enough. But bar is precious now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also the combo is the combo is absolutely atrocious. Well, so well, it's, it's recovery yeah, got it's recovery yeah, got buffed where it would recover faster on, on hit, but that's still not enough. Like you would have to have, I mean, to make that move useful, you'd have to have um, so many changes to where. Well, even even in my opinion, you have to change how it's inputted because if you're holding back to block and then you quickly input QCB, the way that Akuma's inputs work, you you can do uh, back QCB, you can do back then QCB to input. A teleport, even though the input is, you know, back down, down back, the three plus four, you can still have that extra back input and then receive like a teleport uh, input. There's, there's a way around that, but it's, right. uh, it's not worth it. If you do four, uh, exactly. 
Yeah, all right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your execution has got to be on point. But it, the move is just, it's just tr- a trash move. You yeah. were saying map kick. If you do down jab DP, if it gets, if it is minus nine, it'll get blocked. And sometimes the uh, sometimes the low jab will miss. Yes, Tom. Oh, true. Yeah. If, if the EX Tatsu gets blocked, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes the, but it's when the low jab is when the low jab's gonna miss is the main thing. No, like, the low jab, jab misses. If you just do DP and you don't do down jab DP, you shouldn't have that range issue for Mac kick. You should. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's Mac kick misses sometimes on Mac kick, but. Well, for the most part, um, you know, down one is, is the shortest range. You know, light DP is like the second, you know, like the middle range. And then, you know, EX Tatsu has the longest range out of those options, out of those I-10 I'm options. Down four and I block a Mac kicks. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just take your plus frames. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we were talking about nerfs. Um, and yeah, I think they're all fine. Um, I think... Uh, I think one of the things they wanted to do, they wanted to take away some fizz, like more recently. I think they needed to do something about Red Fireball because I'm not sure if I like them making it unsafe, but was, there was something there was something going on there um, because the whole thing of being able to do right punch Red Fireball and then just hit confirm the focus attack, it was a bit much. Like I know you can sidestep the Fireball and all that stuff, but it's a it's just a bit much. Um, Maybe they could have made it easier to sidestep. I mean. Yeah, something like that. Um, forward, forward, four again, like the forward, forward, four down four mix up is too much. Uh, like it's it's just a bit too hard to get around. If you're if you're playing someone who just wants to like forward, forward, four or down four you, it's actually surprisingly hard to get out of that without just mashing buttons. Mm. Like, um, and also this was one of the things I think that makes Atif good, or at least one of the ways that he was able to make the game work. Is that like uh, I, I remember there was some match of him where he was playing like Chanel, I think it was, and the commentators were praising how good Chanel's lateral movement was. He was playing because he was playing some female character. I can't remember who it was. Probably Alisa. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the way that sidestep works in this game is that you get as you sidestep, you know, you get wrapped into the opponent, mm-hmm. and if you try and sidestep forward, forward, four at range, specifically at range, as the opponent dashes into you, if they do dash dash down three, the down three will hit you clean and the Akuma can react to the clean hit on reaction because they can see the sidestep animation. And you guys will do this all the time. Like It's something every Akuma player will do instinctively you do as you learn the character. Mm. And so so the commentators were like, Oh, look at his, his amazing lateral movement. He's sidestepping really well. And then every now and again, he'd just sidestep and he'd just, he'd just die instantly to, to down three, dash down yeah, three yeah. from range. So, like, I understand why they've hurt Ford Ford 4 specifically because that mix up, it was a bit too rewarding. For, for Ford Ford 4, I've heard, I think I've heard all the Akuma mains cry about that move being nerfed. Yeah. I'm like, nah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I never used it because it, it was a counter hit. The counter was always a nice bonus, but I, I never thought of using it, or I'm going to counter hit him right now. It's a, it's slow as fuck. Use something else if you want to counter hit. No, like, well, I, 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 used it, I used it for the, for the damage potential you could get out of it. Like, you get 70 plus damage uh, easily. See, you know, I, I, didn't, I just used it to lock down, like we were saying. 
Right. You and you don't need a count. You don't need the counter hit to make them. Because it's a counter hit. It doesn't make them scared to to duck or stand up. It's just if they're mashing. And I don't know. I don't think that removing the counter hit properties makes people want to mash more. I think it doesn't really change anything. It just takes well, away a damaging option from him, which yeah. makes it which makes him more fair. But it does not affect the Akuma in at least in my case, the Akuma players actual game plan just keep playing there's one less opportunity for damage but it wasn't one that was necessary to win it was a good yeah. one but it wasn't necessary to the strategy well yeah. I, think, I think i think the issue is with uh, forward forward four i think taking away the counter property is you know i mean it's not something that i i like but i can see it's balanced in some in some senses but to, to keep the properties same now on counter and on, on, on normal hit Seems like something that they haven't considered fully, or it seems it either seems either seems lazy or or quite um, you know quite I don't know. Like I think it's uh, okay. I think it just makes the tool more specialized. You think so? Like, I, I think I think that like I think one of the reasons why Atif was the best at using like forward forward four and down four and stuff is that he wasn't an Akuma main, and I think it's honestly one of the reasons why he doesn't play Akuma anymore. Mm-hmm. But like maybe yeah, I don't. Th- I think that that mix up is a kind of it was that way of playing forward forward. I think that for me. That's a kind of that's not a very kind of Akuma expressive way of playing. Mm. I'm I'm not happy to I'm I'm fine. I mean it's still there. The basic mind game is there. It's just the downfall will do less damage and the four 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 won't launch on counter hit. But you know, back two's still there. Like back, back two's yeah. Underrated. Like I think back two is now the you know it just takes a bit more of the like of the burden for as far as the mid mid range mids go. Mm. Well back two is really good, yeah. You're right. But I just wish it would have uh, knocked down on a counter hit rather than being exactly the same on on uh, regular hit. The problem is you can't have it knocked down because you will get a combo at the wall if it knocks. So down. That, why why is that not, why is that a bad thing? I think that's a really good thing. Actually, would still complain that they, you can get a combo with demon flip one hitting at the wall. You can get a combo with demon flip one hits on normal hit at the wall. Yeah, that's demon flip one. That's not forward foot four. No, but it's it's still it's still a very you know strong move in its own right. It's, it's it's sometimes uninterruptible. So, but Demon Flip One is an Akuma move. So it oh, should true, look, true. Like, yeah, true. It, like it should do good things. Like, mm. but I, I just think like Ford Ford Four. It's it's a move that almost any other character would have. Like, mm. it's just mm. Akuma has a a good version. Like, I, I think so. I yeah. think it's not like an identity move for him for me. Like most mm. characters that have a similar move don't have as good properties. Mm-hmm. Or now they have better ones because. On counter hit, it, it, sh- it should give you like more plus frames on counter hit. I'd, uh, that would look better. Because now, mm. when you get the counter hit, it just feels like there's something missing. Like, <laughs> the counter yeah. hit now just doesn't feel right. It, it, like, there's, it, it there's, feels- there is that hit spark. There's that hit spark there, but it, it doesn't, yeah, you're right, it doesn't feel the same. Like a knockdown or something? Would you prefer, would you prefer a knockdown? Well, I, I'd, like, I'd like a knockdown. But yeah. I, I think a knockdown would sort of make the move as good as it was before, almost. So no, My like, instinctive I reaction. I'd be happy with a knockdown. Like, buff my character. Like, I want him buff. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I don't think it's necessary, is what I mean. But it looks... Like, change the animation. Do something, because it just looks wrong. Mm-hmm. And I've had people tell me, 
tell me that as well. Like when they get hit by it, like I'm happy there's no there's I don't get comboed by it. It does feel much better to not get comboed by it when uh, when it happens. But it doesn't look right. There's a problem. Mm. Yeah, they could have it like be be something which gives you a lot of plus frames, like a non-comboable knee stun, like you yeah, know, right. like yeah, he was yeah, forward yeah. and four on on his his sorry, Heihachi's forward and four, like something like that. But you can't combo from it. There's been stuff like that in the past. I don't know if it's still there at the moment, mm. or like, um, or maybe just like a flop stun, so that you, right. you know, like Feng's thing. But that would look too weird. I don't know. Yeah, what is the animation of the move? Doesn't yeah. Open yeah. up, up animation. That's true. That's true. Yeah, mm. I think Neil stun would the Neil stun would look, would work okay because, but yeah. Anyway, um, do we want to uh, talk matchups? Well, I, I just want to ask, like, so, um, in light of all these nerfs, do you still think he's? I mean, there was a time where everyone would say Akuma's unquestionably the best character in the game. Is that still the case? Now he's questionably the best character. <laughs> that's probably okay. true. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I'd say. Now he's he's much more balanced, and there's a big problem the perception of Akuma. Mm. It's like when I hear people complain about Akuma, it it really feels like they're taking all the peaks he's had and putting all the peaks together. Like they're not taking in any of the nerves that ever happened. They're taking when each move at its best time what it's done. It's like I still people link it get uh, I still get linked my com the combo I did to Chikorin. <laughs> that does not do nearly as much damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure, it would still do quite a bit, but the the situations for me to have the bar aren't the same. I might not have used two bars. I might not have um, have killed him after the low parry. Mm. And like, there's loads of different factors that could have played in, and I might have lost that round. Mm. But well, yeah, it shouldn't be low parrying toe kicks anyway, especially not in that situation. That. <laughs> That what that, that well, no, no, it, it oh, looks God. cool. We said if it looks cool, I should do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I you know, you know exactly why I shouldn't love Harry in that situation. But you know, because of bugs. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it, I always found it a bit sad how that that clip of of you uh, against Chikorin sort of be- became like the example of why Akuma should be taken out of Tekken. I always thought it was cool as hell. I mean, it was a perfectly timed jump with an incredibly hard combo. Like, and the cherry on top is, is the low parry. I mean, I, I thought it was hype, but uh, you know, and there's so many things had to fall into place for that to work. I've had like, I've had much more positive feedback from that clip. Like it, it has been used as propaganda fuel for getting him. Yeah removed mm. but i've had much more positive uh feedback re- reviews about yeah well yeah. jumping over jin star forward one is not actually easy like i've, I've tried it and uh yeah you got, you're quite lucky but it like i said earlier when i jump I yeah make, exactly yeah, yeah i jump over anti i was playing schrodinger yesterday i jumped over king's running grab <laughs> you don't do that <laughs> right I, I don't know. I just have magic jumps, but it looks so natural when I do it. Mm. And that's the pro- I make the character's jumps look broken. It was it was over a forward four, wasn't it? It was over... Uh, no. Was no, it was a down was, forward uh, one? It was down forward one, yeah. That's down forward one. It was down forward one. Okay. CBM suffered the forward fours. Right, 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 right. And again, I will challenge people to try and jump over forward four. It does anti 
but not if you jump at the exact right time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's, it's very range specific as well. It's just a quick question. I mean, on the topic of um, questionably best characters, we, we've talked about this a few times on the podcast, but Akuma, Leroy, Jin, Steve, Paul. I mean, that's my personal top five. I mean, would you guys disagree? I'm, I I need more time to reconsider Leroy. Because like mm. I said, these nerfs, when, when I played him, they felt much worse than they did on paper. Right. So I, need right. More, I, need, I just need more time. I would have agreed otherwise, but I need more time. Mm. Let me bring up my tier list so I have examples of what I did. Yeah, I mean, Arslan saying Fakumram is top, and then, you know, Phil is saying Fakumram is probably top. And his, his um, results are seeming to prove that he is top. Yeah. Well, how but, far how, how far does the concept how far does the concept you can win with any character still apply in Tekken Seven now? Because obviously, you know, we had we had a, a bear win finals. Um which which people would have thought, you know, is, is the pinnacle of um matchup. It doesn't matter about the matchup, right? It doesn't matter about tier lists. But but how how far does that actually uh, apply today? Do you really think it's it's like you need to play top tiers to win. Well, we saw that with Evo Japan, actually, didn't we? Um, yeah, I, I, I'll say this. The people's perception has soured more than the game has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. that is the real problem. Yeah. And like the game has not changed that much since season two. It, it hasn't. But mm-hmm. people, like between the Akuma scandal... The Leroy scandal, the track in Hellsweep—it's mm. just a lot of, of blows to the community. And the problem is that the people that are vocal about the game being good are always going to be lower than the people complaining. And if mm. you put fuel on people mm. complaining, you will lose some of the uh, people who say the game's good, and you'll get way more people complaining. Even though the num the numbers are actually quite. E- more people enjoy the game than dislike it, but you will hear much more complaining yeah. at all times, and excessively now. Like anyone can win of any cat. You might have a slight advantage, but some people take pride in playing characters that aren't top tiers. Mm. And this this Tekken, even now, is still much more balanced and less matchup centric than two D mm. games. Have you, have you seen uh, a zone like Minat against Zangief in Street Fighter? Like it's not it's not even about tier list anymore. It's just no. unplayable. No. Right? that's the nature of the beast, but, though. With two D games, I mean they're much more uh, matchup based. That's, yeah. that's part part of the appeal, kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's, like I'm saying, Tekken that has a lot less of that. Everything oh, yeah. is much tightly balanced. Oh yeah. And season three, I think, um, when it first came out, was the most balanced version of Tekken, despite what a lot of people will say. I think. Yeah. I mean, just just season two, Steve, I think, was was a bit absurd. Um, yeah. And, and we made about six Leroy's at Evo Japan, but <laughs> Evo Vegas had six Steve or five Steves. Yeah. 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 And I'm saying this is a Steve main, you know, um, like I. We've always said on, on this channel that you know Tekken is supremely well balanced, and by and large, it's gotten better 
um, since the console release. They have, and we haven't shied away from criticism either when it's warranted. But I, I think a lot of the um, negativity stems from just outrage culture, which is unfortunate. But it's you know it's the times we live in, I guess. But yeah, it's very easy now to to be like that, especially with the prevalence of social media and you know, Twitter in particular. Yeah. It's very very easy to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also something about season three. Is it is more balanced, but the direction they're taking the game yeah. with the balancing isn't uh, what people find fun in Tekken, right? Compared to season two, it's like uh, a lot of complaint. characters, and I think too many characters got uh, damage and wall carry buffs that didn't really warrant it. It didn't really make the character more interesting or better. Jin, it, it, it makes it a bit more balanced, but it doesn't make it more fun. Mm. So I think Josie yeah. absolutely needed a wall carry and damage buffs. And I think they're a greater addition that brings Josie in the upper tiers. But like Nina's running 3-4. Basically, you tell spin at the very first hit of your combo on Violet Systems at the wall, and you do running 3-4, you'll get the other wall. Right? <laughs> it will send you that far. Obviously, I'm exaggerating, right? But that doesn't make the character more fun or interesting. Mm. But it's a, it makes her better, but it doesn't make her more fun. And that's the problem with season three. It, might, mm. it is more balanced, but in some aspects, it homogenized characters in a way that wasn't uh, that wasn't fun. Mm. It, it wasn't as fun. The game is still great. I I love it. And I think most people deep down they do, mm. but yeah, the ba- the balancing. Some characters didn't need what they got. Unlike I think Joss is the best example of getting the same buffs as everyone else, but she's the one who actually needed it. Mm. It's like um, who else got a huge uh, Jin? Jin, Jin didn't yeah. need the Zen One Free. <laughs> that like now. He, he, he puts no skill into his combos and he always has a wall. Mm-hmm. He did not need Z1 free. Like the full but like, wall with, a lot, like- with a lot of these wall carry things, I don't think they actually... The thing is, they don't actually affect the wall carry like that much. Like Zen, Jin Zen 1-3 is... Like, he was mostly... It's, it's more of a height thing than a, an actual distance thing. And it's, it's mostly used for like... The only time it really changes his wall combo is like after a really... I think it's after like a really deep balcony break, like after yeah, the true, true, yeah. But like, because I think the main problem with season three is just that it's it's not like necessarily that this the the wall carry things changed a lot of characters because Nina still had super long wall carry before and she's got mm. super long wall carry now. The problem is that like season three, the, a lot of the changes felt that like they didn't do anything. Like the only thing they did was like some tiny. It was like. I think they they were like, okay, people liked season two. Let's keep the changes in season three. Like, you know, it'll be something that you can show in a clip on Twitter, basically. Right. But right. Like, there's, yeah. well, like you said, there's no creativity involved in the yeah. changes in season three. They're not like the season two to three changes where yeah. you actually got different ways of playing characters. Everyone got the same height change in their wall combo. Which, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's like uh, Nina got one, Dragonov got one, even though oh, he had yeah. the yeah. mm. game. It's like Julia already had it, but that was specific to Julia. Yeah. But yeah. now, too many characters get the easy high walls. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it's not 
as for, if everyone can do it, it takes away from the one who originally had it, and it just makes your character feel like another character. Yeah, I think most of the long wall character characters now are the still the like. I don't think anyone like the the tier list of wall carry has changed. It's just that like it didn't. It, it like the changes were just super like. They were just cosmetic. They were mostly just for Twitter clips. Like mm. none of them have actually. Like, it's not like you're not going to come into it like a Claudio season one to season two main, and you're not going to be like, oh shit, I can't wait to try try all this stuff out. Well, it's going to be like, oh yeah, like I have I have two new combos I can do, or yeah. like I can now get further on this stage than I used to, or I can get a higher wall splat. That's not interesting. Yeah, yeah. S- season one to season two saw some characters get some. You know, drastic revisions. Uh, Claudio, as you mentioned, Leo. Whereas season two to season three um, was a lot more conservative, generally. I mean, but more boring as well. But I don't yeah, think I like I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're more in 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 the um in the vein of refining what was already in place with season two. But as you mentioned, Super Akuma, a, a lot of the changes um do also serve to homogenize, and they're just not particularly interesting. Uh, a bit, a bit creatively. Everyone talks about balance always, mm. but balance isn't what makes a game fun. Yeah, I agree with we that. Talking about yeah, Marvel yeah. Two earlier, one of the best fighting games of all time, considered by a lot of people. I don't personally like it. I like to watch it, but I don't like to play it. But it's considered one of the best of all time. That game is balancing. Is it's <laughs> absolute trash. Like, yeah, like eight viable characters. Yeah. Street Fighter 3 was plagued with Chun 3.3 was plagued with Yun and Chun Li. Yeah. Yeah, everyone loves that game. What makes a good game isn't balance. You shouldn't like forget balance. Mm. But that's not what makes a game fun. Like Leroy needed to be emergency fixed. Yeah. Right? But yeah. that doesn't mean you should make Gigas suddenly top tier. Well, the thing about well, the, the thing about Leroy's situation specifically is because there was a huge tournament, you know, yeah, that's so quite quite soon after he was released. I mean, if it was maybe a few months or like six months after Leroy was re- released and and he, he he maintained his his strength, I don't think we would have seen that many in Evo Japan because people would have would have found out methods of how to fight him. But because that time wasn't available, because he was a strong character and he had the tools which make him a strong character. Then he was, you know, it was prevalent in, in the top eight. And, and also, uh, th- there's rumors, and if you read the name of the patch, you and some of the um, statements made by Murray, which were quite vague, but sort of allude to to a fact, is that this patch was supposed to come before Evo Japan. Like the name of the file is something like December mm. 2019. <laughs> And he said, we can't make the patches come out at the same yeah, time yeah. every platform mm. that easily by clicking our fingers. We can't right. just bring out a patch because we need a patch. And they knew, they, they might have, <laughs> after people played around with it, they must have seen, oh shit, this is going to happen. <laughs> Tried to fix it and it just, it could not happen in time. Blocked by not, legal reasons, they, perhaps. Yeah. They got blocked by legal reasons. Yeah. And Evo yeah. Japan would have not had that bad of a Leroy. Yeah, if the balance team could have done what they wanted, I, it's weird that he came out that strong. But he should yeah, have. That's been, interesting. I, yeah, like he came out that strong. I, I said this at the time. I I thought Leroy coming out as ridiculously busted as he did at the time for like a, a week or two would have been kind of fun. You know, it's your new boss character. Learn to deal with it, I like Ip Man. Yeah, yeah. But 
The problem is it carried on to Evo Japan and, and, and that's when Leroy kind of became a menace really. Um, I'm, I'm 100% sure they intended for it to just be fun for a week or two and then to fix it. I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Like the statements I read and, and all the evidence I've seen from, it's just, they just couldn't patch it when they wanted to patch it. And they just add this thing that was just supposed to be fun into the competitive side. Right. Well, that, that's, that's, that's a good sort of topic because is it, is it more focused on the competitors or the audience, right? Because the audience is going to want to see, um, you know, amazing sort of characters or, 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 or like properties which, which are you know, busted maybe. Like, you know, Geese is down one in, on counter hit and stuff, stuff like that, right? That was interesting to the, to, well, to the audience who didn't play it too seriously because you could get a death combo from you know, an I-10 counter hit, uh, you know, jab, right? Um, but then you've also got to focus on the competitors who make a living out of this game, you know, and, and that, that is it really fair to have these sort of, uh, like, properties for, for the moves if it, it can actually be the difference between winning lots of money and, and, and you know, losing sort of thing, right? It, it, it's not just that. It's the, we are part of what makes this game look good. We play at its highest level, and we inspire more people to buy the game and to enjoy it and to train, to stick with the series. That, oh, yeah. That's why the Tekken World Tour is supported. It's because mm. it sells. Having the Tekken yeah, World Tour is good. It's a yeah. huge yeah. marketing campaign, effectively. And just, just look at the um, fighting scene at the moment. With offline tournaments gone, like, it, you know, it, it's, it's really clear how this entire genre was held up by tournaments and competitors. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think this should be a wake-up call, really, <laughs> to developers. I talked about this with Margin Obama like two days ago, um, but yeah, this 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 whole um, COVID situation, you know, as as tragic as it is, should be a wake-up call to um, developers that you know, you like tournaments were kind of holding this genre up, and uh, better netcode really really is necessary if you want to see this genre survive in the future. I think I think Tekken could do so much. Um, with with what's possible, really, um, especially now, like we can't, you know, tournaments aren't a thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think it could do so much to keep the community active and and, and to keep the well to keep the, this this game, but the genre also, you know, alive. You know, still, I think it do it could do so much. But I have my own personal ideas, such as, um, you know, maybe maybe not like turbo mode online or just, but just some some stuff that you have in. In, in, in like treasure battle or like the, the mini games you have in treasure battles which is like you can only deal damage if, if they're in the air or um, do you have like half health or double damage or stuff like that you know it'd be so interesting to play with your friends yeah, because exactly. all, all we have now is, is is just standard you know games that we play it's yeah. and I don't so think that's, could be done. that's enough yeah, so much right? more could yeah. be done I mean on that note what are your what are your guys thoughts on online Evo how is that even going to work I thought it was a joke at first. Not online Evo. I thought thought it was a joke. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I I, I knew it was going to happen. It was obvious that Evo was going to get cancelled and they were still going to use the Evo brand for something. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I saw it coming from a mile away, but when I actually read it, I just felt sad. It's like, this, like, because of the current state of online, I was just thinking, it's come to this. We've come, we've come to this. We're here. 
we're <laughs> at the desolate wasteland of online Evo. I, I, I read this hilarious tweet, like, can't wait to see Evo finals, JDCR versus Boner Dude 420. Like, it's like <laughs> him to death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I saw online Evo and I was like, okay, I got to enter online tournament. I did so yesterday. And I fucking, the two matches I lost were fucking full of lag. I did win one that was lag as, laggy as well. But I just, we can't have this. Like, this isn't the game. Yeah. I'm, I can't play the real game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, the main thing is that, like, if, there's, if they actually start running major tournaments online for the wider player base, that might actually be an incentive for, like, because it, as you said, like tournaments are marketing tools. It will not look particularly good for the Tekken team if they try and run an, a, a tournament online and it runs like shit and constantly like yeah. punts people out of lobbies yeah. and does all all of online Tekken's you know best tricks. So the, I mean, the best thing I mean, like, obviously, online Evo is ju- just going to be a, a joke. Hopefully, it's a funny one. But <laughs> hopefully, it's also like something which makes them say, "Oh yeah, oh, wow, this looks really bad." We should, well, we should fix this. Wasn't Tekken World Tour online at one point? I'm, I'm, you know, pretty sure there was an online branch of it. Doing that for a good reason. Exactly right. Yeah, they stopped doing it, but it was online at one point, and was it? Would have thought that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the first, the year? first two years, add an online. Uh, it was worth less points, but there was right. an online region lock. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah Super Creamer, you you in my pool, and uh, I lost my game too. Yeah, to get to you. <laughs> and, <laughs> I remember. And, uh, like no offense, but I, felt, I lost the fucking Kirby. Like forgotten, <laughs> forgotten realm. He did the pulls two throw or what? No, which throw breaks the ground? Downfall of punches. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I couldn't, I couldn't throw break, and he just kept breaking the floor, and I kept dying. <laughs> like, like I don't blame him for doing that. He had to do it. I, if I was playing poor, I'd have done the same. But like, I fucking lost a, a cheap strat because I could, I couldn't react fast enough and sometimes there would be there would be spikes and even if I did react fast enough it just wouldn't take in my input yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, and I can't remember who I lost to in uh, winners or losers like I, I know I lost to Kirby at least Shadow won it right Shadow's good but should Shadow be winning Tekken World Tour events like I said, Sherdol's good. He beat me yesterday. Sherdol is good. Do you see... Sh- if you ask anyone who's going to win this second World Tour event, who's answering Sherdol? Thank you. That's... that's, that's wow. Well. <laughs> wow. The guy's good, but he won because wow. he was online. Yeah. Um, Again, I, I I I won't say I can't say enough. The guy's good, yeah. but yeah. You got a funny way of showing it. I'm just watching the chat right now. <laughs> but yeah, no shuttle at the moment. <laughs> oh dear. Um, let I want to uh, quickly rewind I, I, the chat I need to, to prep my grudge matches for the. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I need to lay the ground. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna have a queue of them lined up for when lockdown ends. <laughs> Yeah, I just casually say a snide remark about someone, and then there's 2,000 viewers on Twitch. Sorry for making this community move. <laughs> Clever guy. Clever guy. Um, 
I want to kind of bring the conversation back to Akuma a bit because there's, there's an interesting question that Phil wrote. Um, what are, what do you think are the good and bad matchups for Akuma? Okay, you want to start with bad ones is easy. Yeah. Eddie is uh, really good against Akuma. Okay, uh, because like he back he can backdash so damn far, and Akuma has trouble punishing him. Now, if you don't wait after blocking the, you know, the big sweep after back one four or whatever, mm-hmm. like, if you don't wait, you're one standing two whiffs occasionally. Yeah. But in the heat of uh, tone and pressure, you might just press two. Right. And get messed up. Yeah. I think I raised this on another, like, I've raised this before, like, Eddie Slippery Kicks has a completely unique block animation. For no reason. Like, uh, for all sweeps. But then like some, characters, some characters can, you know, mash their whilst on two or their whilst on a launcher, and it will always connect. But specifically, yeah, yeah. It, it just, it will whiff if you just... Oh, not, very, not very many characters can, to be honest. Oh, like, fair enough, fair enough. Even, like, Kazuya's while standing two will miss a lot of the time, and that oh, is very okay. reliable. Fair enough. Uh, you know, uh, up forward three plus four into the low, while standing four whiffs sometimes. Like why? What? What's it with? Your he's in you. He's behind, yeah. behind your feet, and you yeah. do well standing forward at all with. By the way, uh, shuttle has shuttle has just joined the chat. Hello, shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing, people. So good. He was just saying oh, you're the best player, and you you totally um, deserve player. to win second world tour. Shuttle yeah. and Shadoko got nothing on you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, on yeah, <laughs> well we were talking about um, <laughs> bad matchups for uh, Akuma. So Eddie, yeah. uh, hard to punish, Eddie, but a lot of uh, characters have that problem. Yeah, the while standing four whiffing on the on that low, not really though. Uh, he he can he struggles to launch without a bar the mirage the Danford three plus four launcher. Yeah, yeah. If you somehow block that. You can't launch it very easily, even though it's minus twenty something. Uh, you, you just take four four two one as your reliable punish, right? Yeah, I, I just wear for a long time. <laughs> I'll do down four. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And also, his backdash can make running free with. Yeah, and and the thing is, he's very good at, um, at with punishing uh, Akuma, and he's got a thirteen frame launcher, so you can't really do down forward one two That's or true. back yeah. four. Yeah. Like characters that move a lot, back four's good to poke them out without taking the risk of down four. Because mm. usually what, what characters that use movement do, like uh, Jack or Zafina, uh, movement against Akuma. That's why I'm mm. saying Jack. I'll get to Jack. Mm. Uh, they'll backdash out of range and duck so that nothing will hit apart from maybe forward, forward, four, but they will block the sweep. Mm. But if you try to do back four, which is your longer range, safer option, mm. Eddie can launch. Mm. Well, I think back four is a good round ender as well, Akuma's, you know, statue kick. And if you're yeah. going to use that to try and finish a round and, you is know, the- Eddie's on, on like, he's in rage and he gets, he gets blocked and the, mm. the Eddie player's sharp, you're going to, you know, die for it pretty much, mm. you know? Yeah, so, so that's Eddie. Then uh, bad matchups, uh, or Jack, let's just do Jack. Uh, you can't, Step his move his moves very easily when that's mostly the answer to beating Jack. Mm. Uh, he can anti you amazingly well, mm. Mm. Um, and the problem is once basically if you try to jump over everything, most of his moves will anti you anyway. 
And if you're if you're finally stuck to the ground because you you're going okay, jumping's not working. Stepping isn't a very good option either, which leaves you with no real good option apart from just straight up guessing. Hmm. Then you if you're to- gonna if you're gonna try and zone him out with fireballs, you can you know you can step one of them and then forward fold one plus Clap two. You, yeah, yeah. Plus uh, you don't it, Kuma doesn't Akuma doesn't generally get like worthwhile punishment on downfall too. Yeah, true. It's not great. Like, even even not- after even after the the both of back one, it's still difficult to hit the screw at, at like max range. Sometimes it's impossible. So, you know, if you, if you, if you punish down four two, your I-14 back one is not going to be able to convert into a screw, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. So, yeah, unless you do fireball nonsense, which is... Well, exactly right. Really you, you've, got to spend, you've got to spend meter for that. So, but that's in itself a bad part of the matchup. I think, I think personally, you know, apart from Jack being one exception, the more dishonest the character is, you know, in terms of uh, Tekken, um, you know, ideals and, and stuff like that, um, the better the better time to have against Akuma. So like Eddie, Ling, Zafina, um, they 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 have a they have a good way of making. Well, I think that's I think it's a, an important part because Akuma, as a character, does a, such a great job of of controlling the game and making it so that. The Akuma player plays their version of Tekken, right? Um, like you can't really, you can't say if you're playing against Akuma, you're playing your game. Like if you, if you, if you're, if you're playing against Akuma, you're not, you know, playing Tekken. That, that's that's the main argument. But mm-hmm. with with dishonest characters such as Ling and Eddie, who can also play their version of Tekken, like the turn stealers. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and you know. Uh, characters will put you in unfamiliar situations. Maybe this is just me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure, but I think Akuma specialists who are who are comfortable and and used to the idea of playing their version of Tekken. Mm. Um, so so much so that um, they're going to be against dishonest characters. Um, I think that's that's an aspect which makes the matchup difficult. Mm. Uh, I don't personally think that that's it. It does happen to be these characters. But I don't think it's their quote-unquote dishonesty that does it. Well, well, I, I just think Akuma is a really bad matchup against Akuma for that reason. You know, I think the mirror is. You know, it, it can be great, but it can also be really, really bad. Like there's no in between. It's it's fun. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> but I think Akuma is one of Akuma's worst matchups. I yeah, think it can, it can be. Uh, it can like jumping over fireballs and launching. It's just. That's always fun. I think mostly it's just that like these are these are characters that whatever character you want you have to whatever character you're playing against them you have to have a very specific game plan going in. Mm-hmm. So like if you're playing against Safina you have to you know you have to know how to punish her only move down 3 and <laughs> you know that that's going to change sometimes. And if you're playing against uh like Jiaoyu like you know that you don't really have turns in this matchup. You have to play it almost <laughs> yeah. entirely. You you have to play it almost entirely as a as a match where you like you take a hit and then you're happy with that hit. I think probably Akuma probably just like he probably roasts roast Xiao Yu to be honest. Like you just because so? he. You think yeah. so? No, 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 no. no, no. She has tools that really shut him down. AOP under fireball. She, That's right. If she messes up though. You can do some stuff she doesn't expect, but if she be too easy to wait against her, the thing is, no Ling player I've ever encountered has played the matchup 
correctly. I saw, I think it was maybe Sapito playing mm. against uh, Crespo, I believe, or Abel. He was doing things that no Ling was doing to me. Yeah, but this is the greatest Ling player of all time. Uh, no, we're, we're, if, we're, if we're talking matchups, we've got to talk matchups at their best. Yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah, but, like he, but I still don't think that Sapito's actually won. Like, Sapito's won less in this game than he has like in, in like tag one. Um. Yeah. So, but, but that's not matchup issues. Well, I think I think I nerfing know. nerfing My. red fireball specifically um, has impacted the Ling matchup because one of your best tools to counter you know neutral AOP was two into red fireball. Of course, you could step it, but you know now now there is very little use in stepping it when you can just get punished, right? Mm. So the AOP anyway. Well, she can't AOP underneath two. Yeah, but she could AOP. She can always AOP, she can always launch the fireball, right? You can just she just AOPs after the two. On block, uh, maybe. I'm not, oh, I'm it seems so. Sure, it goes. She's down in one frame, so. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she, she can block down three and yeah, AOP yeah. down into under the fireball. Just yeah, that's true. Yeah. Also, uh, characters that have uh, back turn launchers are very good against Akuma, especially her because she's short. Mm-hmm. She'll get. You'll often get behind Ling, and she'll just do four. That happens yeah. an awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, and also uh, a nerf that ha- that happened recently is that down two got nerfed on hit, which th- I didn't realize until like a couple months later how that impacted uh, Akuma. Because now when you jump over and you're back to back, you do down two because you can't do the regular down jab, so you have yep. to do that two. Yep. Hmm. And you you used to have a guaranteed while standing four four, yep. And now you don't. So even when you get back to back, all you get is a down jab. Well, you you get the mix up between down four and while standing four four. That's what you get, but it's nothing's guaranteed anymore. That's so trash then. It is bad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when before you used to get a decent chunk of guaranteed damage if yep. you were if you had enough advantage when you were back to back. Yeah. Now, if she's faster than you, she launches you, and you get a down jab if you're faster than her. Well, th- this is why, me personally, if I ever end up back-to-back, I've, I've, I've become so used to back, doing back-turn teleport, because it activates in two frames. Then, oh, I, I, then, do it, then, I do it a lot, but Yeah, right? But, but we would, situation, you can get punished for that. Yeah, true. But we, we would usually uh, do like a, a back-turned like, down jab, because if it hit, then we would, we would have a, a, a nice triple damage. But now there's very little use to that. So, well, me personally, I end up always doing back turn teleport, even if I would have had the advantage in the situation otherwise. Too much fucking. Yeah, uh, well, that's you know, that's the reason that you know the reason is because I don't get any guaranteed uh, opportunity yeah, for no, damage I, after a, down two I, hits. I understand the, the reason, but yeah. a good thing you, that I've tried to start doing is when you know the down two is going to hit, and it, and you're not just throwing it out to confirm something which doesn't yeah. work. You just go for uh, spend your meter. You do down to hard or cancel back turn throw. Right. Oh, true, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you need a buff that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so what are the other bad matchups? Uh, Jack. Dragonov. Maybe Jack. Uh, Dragonov. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Really? Uh, it's really not as bad as the others. It's just that he can anti-air you from almost full screen. How? Like back free is just. Ah, oh, right. But uh, the problem is he can't use running two and down two. So. <laughs> but, yeah. 
But is it is it is I, it? I is it about, sorry, go on. Yeah. I play is against it, a very strong Dragonov player, and you can pl- you as long as he's playing the Akuma matchup, Dragonov can shut him down very well. Because hmm. he's also got very good movement, and he can, and his uh, QCF one is also very good. Right. But the problem is he can't play his proper game. Down two is much riskier than it should be, and running two, if you focus attack, you can. Ch- if you if he if you if you absorb it at the beginning of it, you can charge it up enough to launch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, huh. mm-hmm. uh, that's the same like uh, Noctis's down back one plus two at the first frame of armor. If you armor through it, you can always charge level two to get a launch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve is very good against uh, Akuma, despite what Doug from Paris would have you believe. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that's a decent match. I'm just calling out everyone in this stream. I don't care. I. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, he can step and sway, and you'll avoid downfall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That should tell you enough. Downfalls is Akuma's most important move. You can just go around it, mm-hmm. and your wall, your wall bounce you now. You can watch my uh, my set against Saleh, a very very good uh, Steve from Pakistan. He, well, the thing is, I've been told he's he's not that good, but he's amazing against Akuma because he's a Wakandani's <laughs> training partner. <laughs> Much better against Akuma than any other character. So you'll see him at his best against me. And he, I lost. And you can see what he does against Akuma. It's, it's difficult. Mm. It's just that if you try to pressure too much, and that's most characters, the dig jabs are going to hurt you, mm. which is why Doug doesn't like Akuma. Mm. Down free, goes under highs, dig jabs, stops pressure. Mm. But as long as you're playing carefully and not extending, overextending, again, something the Pakistanis are very good at, Hmm. Steve so, will be very, very good against uh, Akuma. So and step and sway right. Well. Step and sway mm-hmm. right. Step and sway to the right. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. For down four. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. it it is technically steppable. I've I've seen it stepped in some situations, but it's more or less homing. But Steve can reliably do it, which mm. is the difference. Say Paul's a bad matchup. Sorry uh, about Steve's anti airs. Um, if you do uh, uh, flicker back two, yeah. ooh, sorry, flicker back two the power crush. Uh, that anti airs so well because it'll, it'll absorb anything. Yeah, it'll right. flicker out of range for the throw, mm. and it'll just hit before anything. Right. If you're too late on it, you might get uh, you might get the sweep to touch you. The worst that's going to happen is the free will trade and you'll both go away. That's the worst yeah. that can happen. While standing one, Steve's while standing one is an incredible uh, anti air yeah. as well. While standing mm. one's really good. Uh, back one, then you, you don't jump over back one. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Paul's much easier to explain. Mm. Basically, you press down forward two and that's it. <laughs> it, will, it will stop him from coming in. And it will anti every time. Yeah. And since he has bad movement, stepping it is difficult. So yeah, if you're a poor player, just do down forward two. Yeah. Paul's down forward two is the solution to a lot of problems. <laughs> and also the, it goes under the it doesn't go under Kuma's jab as well, because he's got a very low jab, but it does also go under Oh yeah, it's happened it's happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it, it happens a lot, but not as yeah. much as the other characters. Right, right. But, <coughs> 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Brian, this infamously shitty jab. Yeah, his 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 jab hit hitbox goes to the moon. Paul, it even happens to Akuma, even though he's got the low jab. But Akuma's very reliant on his jab compared to some other characters. Yeah, that's true. And um, uh, yeah, is Death Fist punish unless point blank? You you can only get forward free. Same okay. with Demo Man, right? Shall I hit Demo Man? Only, only get 4 yeah, 3. You only get 4 3, which is yeah. bad. Hmm. Uh, Zafina, bad matchup. Because hmm. movement beats Akuma, but it's always been very hard to move. Hmm. Zafina, it's not hard to move. How about Fakum so, Ram then? Or how about Miguel or Fakum Ram? They both have good backdashes too. Um, I think Miguel's good against Akuma. Because again, like Jack, the answer to Miguel is is movement. It's, it's sideways movement. Mm. You don't really get that. Like it is down forward one is almost impossible to step with Akuma. Okay. So he can just go into pretty much any mix up he wants. Mm-hmm. But the problem with Miguel is all his lows. He stands. He doesn't duck when doing his lows. Mm. So when you jump over, you'll never get in his back. You'll always get the combo. Right. But like like I said, I think he's good. Uh, who was the other one you said? Fakum Ram. I need more experience, but I think Akuma's actually okay against Fakum Ram. Because you can jump over a lot of his moves. And Fakum is very prone to getting counter hit. And Akuma has some very fast and reliable counter hit. That's true. And he's also got the same sort of low situation with Miguel. Like, he doesn't high crush with his his lows. So if you're going to jump over a low, you're going to get the combo. Yeah. I think it's also just that Vacuum Ram's another one of those characters where he's got a lot of he's got a lot of wind up on his moves, which makes him vulnerable to focus attack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Focus yeah. attack's good against him. Yeah, uh, uh, but it's some moves he seems to be able to recover fast. Like the power crush, sort of blocking that happens. He seems to be able to dunk to duck a bit. That happened to me yesterday. But I need more experience. But so far, I think Akuma's good. And downfall. Uh-huh. It's launch punishable. Some characters with Akuma, unless it's max, max range, while standing two is a reliable punish for it. And you can do while standing four, four if you're doubting, because that always, always is. Uh, I'm trying to think of other characters have superlative movement. I guess um, Alisa, Kazumi, Lily, they all have um, Uh, better movement. But Kazumi's very pressure based. It's Mm. hard to pressure Akuma. She's right. good, and Shantai has really good bit of a downfield mm. one. Mm. But it's not too good because uh, of that. Yeah. Well, the good thing about Kazumi, well, the good thing for Kazumi is that you're going to be using downfield one anyway. Like, it's not something that you need to think about in the matchup. You, you're using that incredibly, you know, powerful often. move often enough to, well, using it often anyway. Like, it's not something you have to think about. And, and, and anti airs very well. So, mm. it's the same with, like, Jack's two jobs, right? So. Yeah, but, like, jumping is more necessary to beat Jack than it is to beat Kazumi. Because if you just stay on the ground, you do jab into down forward one, and you'll just dig jab. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, that's weird. That's the weird thing. Like, I haven't played Akuma that much, but when I have played against like Kazumi, it's a it feels it feels like an oddly good matchup for Akuma, just because her pressure has become so risky against him. Mm. Well, launch punishing such a kick with down two is is satisfying. You know, I can't. That that's yeah something that in the matchup that I I quite like. Yeah. Had matchups. We got Claudio because uh, everything that floats pretty much tail spins. Down mm. one two. 
Yeah, if you get floated from full screen, you'll do down one, two and get the tailspin. And otherwise, it's a move that already did tailspin. And he doesn't mm. really pressure you as in uh, down forward one pressure. Mm. It'll do like big plus frames and do another move and then go away. Like his general play style, you don't really have to change it to beat Okuma. Yeah, well, sometimes you have to, you, they're very good if you play the Akuma matchup. Claudio yeah. mostly plays like Claudio. Right. Yeah, because he's never getting, he's never really putting himself into the range where Akuma is scary, like like Kazumi is. Mm, that's true. Because his, all his stuff, unless it's super plus, because all his stuff makes him naturally distances him. Mm. Like if he's doing back one, it's always just like. Oh, we're we're now at the range where Akuma is just a regular character. Every time he's just he's just establishes regular character range. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Also, um, forward forward four is a really good low crushing approach tool. And so if you're if you're going to try and do like down two spam, it's going to really counter that well. Okay. Well, when that was viable, you know, I don't think it's too viable now. Good matchups. I mean, uh, mostly like I would guess we want like oh yeah. What about Lisa? Yeah. Uh. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing special on either side, really. Does mm. if you uh, say a good uh, Eliza's a good matchup? Well, well, I, I, well, I think Akuma versus Eliza is quite good for Akuma, personally. Uh, Eliza, yeah, she, I mean the vampire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. She, she has some good. Um, she has some good tools to deal with Akuma, but Akuma's got more good tools to deal with her. Yeah, mm. I'd agree with that. Yeah, being able to just one of those ones where he's just a better character. Well, being able to fully option select back one two is something that not many characters have. You know, like Heavy Shuriken will punish back one two, and it'll interrupt the extension. So, Mm. not 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 like any any character, not every character has that. So, and jumping over the waves. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Being able to option select forward, forward, forward two as well. Yeah. We talked a bit about Kuma earlier, and I mean, when I, when I talked to you last time, you said uh, Kuma's a good matchup against Kuma, but now you think Kuma might be even or, or a good matchup because of uh, yeah, the da- yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the Down. new strats I learned, and you can see uh, Arslan has been picking Kuma against Farzine a lot. Yeah, I've been uh, noticing that. Yeah, and that's that's not for nothing because okay. it's hard to hit him with a down three. That that was always the case. Mm. But uh, what made it good is that you could pretty much jump, do a demon flip mix-up out of out of everything, mm. and it was always if you do the grab, it was uninterruptible, and if they decide to duck, you would just do a mid. Mm. The problem is now, uh, panda players have found the option that beats a uh, demon flip, that beats mm. everything in demon flip, mm. which means that now is janky hitbox and and range beats everything. Beats everything in Demon Flip. Does yeah. It? yeah. It, it it does. The move is too fast to to interrupt properly. Mm. Well, I, I have to test that one. Yeah, what about- no, I was surprised. Too. I thought it would be. I thought it would be gimmicky. It's it's not. It, it works too good. Uh, so then that shuts down Demon Flip then from you. But um, is it is it is it something that you need for the matchup to be in your yes. favor? Yes, you think yes, so? Yes. You okay, have okay. you have no range. Okay, true, true. Down three, down two, they're not good against Kuma. So Jack and, and, and you can't punish him reliably on some moves. But what what, what about whilst I need two into uh well I suppose now it's not that great, but whilst I need two into yeah. red fireball, that was incredibly strong. 
a normal hit launcher with no with no meter. Mid. It would no. it was still quite minus, but now it's unsafe. I'm, true, I'm true. taking that into account. Now it's actually unsafe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it was it might have been better before, but now it's it hurts. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Can I ask about Marduk? I would I would have thought Marduk might be might be good. Marduk is not as good as people think. And I said uh and I said that then Zajon ten owed me and people Hey, I remember Shadow said that and took screenshots of me <laughs> and, and posted it after I lost ten oh. Hey Shadow. <laughs> but yeah. Um I don't. I no. The John ten owed me because he's an amazing player. It's enough to do the matchup. Mm. There is one buff to season three that did change things drastically. Uh, Downfall one didn't have any range when he when Marduk first came out. So with punishment was kind of bad. Right. But now that he's got a decent with punisher, it does change things. Okay. But Akuma can so reliably jump over Marduk's move list, and I mean whole move list. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I'll do down back too, where he goes like this in the air. You'll just casually like yeah, climb yeah. on his hand before you do something for it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and also when he, when he does tackle, jump. You won't get hit by the tackle. Mm, You're right, not ri- right. like, Tackle's not as risky against... Uh, uh, it's not as good against Takuma, yeah. which, does, which is a big strength of the character. I don't think Marduk's particularly bad, I found that he has an option against the uninterruptible demon grab as well. That's very reliable against the demon flip. But even that doesn't really change the uh, regular jumping is really good. And his general hitbox doesn't have... You know, down free on Kuma is very hard. It's not on Marduk. Is what I'm, what I'm trying to say. So I don't, I don't think Marduk's that good against uh, Akuma. It's not bad, but it's not that good. Okay. So we've established bad matchups of what, you know, um, Jack and um, what else? Uh, Kuma and Steve and uh, there was someone else you mentioned. Eddie. Eddie, of course, yeah. Um, do most of the cast go sort of... Um, like Akuma 5.5, like slightly in his favor, just because of the strengths of the character or even... Because I don't think this is a game with many with many six fours, A few here and there. Uh, like I think seven, Akuma seven... has a lot of... Yeah, I think Akuma has a lot of... Uh... He doesn't have a lot of 5-5 five, five matchups. Yeah. I, I don't think he does. I think, I think Akuma is quite polarizing. He's either yeah, amazingly yeah. good or quite yeah. bad. It's very right. rare that it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's generally, a, he's generally a 6-4 character. So you think generally he's 6-4 on... You think he's generally a 6-4 on either good yeah, or bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So who are some uh, good matchups? Like, who does Kuma just destroy? Uh, Maybe it sounds controversial, but I really think that he destroys Noctis. Even though, you know... I don't think he destroys him, but people think Noctis is the counter. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, And I would, I would say, honestly, no. Just because no. uh, Kuiper didn't study the matchup at all and got <laughs> he got destroyed by Kane, yeah, right. That that doesn't mean that Noctis completely beats Akuma. Noctis is decent against Akuma. Do you the think the so, reason right? not? He's really not that good. The reasoning was well, what, well, that well, that, well, that, that his two yeah, his yeah. two string can swat him out the air. Was that the reason that the two string has such a strong vertical hitbox? Or two beats uh, fireball. Fireballs. Right. 
Uh, you can also step down for two fireballs. The thing is, he's very un—he's very interruptible, punishable, and two anti-airs very well, but not much else. Mm. If he's not anti-airing you, you'll jump over his move list. Mm. Well, I first think I first think Fox attack is incredibly strong against Noctis. Oh, yeah, I was forgetting that Fox attack's so good against Noctis. It's 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 probably yeah. It, it's the reason I think that it's such a good matchup for Akuma. Mm. You know, because you have you have moves like down back one plus two that are, that are you know some of them sometimes it's it's considered a gimmick but it's it's viable right it's it's a launcher it does a lot yeah. of damage but it's it's quite useless against Akuma with good focus attack timing mm. you know most of his moves have very slow recovery as well so you can even you can even punish forward two with focus attack you know if you type time it right even though he's high crushing at the end of his animation you can time it right to where you get the launch punish so. Yeah, yeah, because if, if, if you wait, he'll do that. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. High Crush is doing a lot of the animation, but the very end of it, you, he, is, he is standing. Technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Noctis isn't the answer. Uh, good. We were t- saying good matchups for Akuma? Yeah, yeah. Character Law. Akuma. Law. Uh, he's good against... He's decent against Law, because he can shut down 3 plus 4. That's true, yeah, yeah. Uh, he also jump over the lows because uh, he doesn't because law doesn't duck. Yeah, I uh, think in general it's like it's a it's a tough matchup for law to regain the life lead in, and it's not a tough matchup for Akuma to regain the life lead in. Yeah, is it back one two one that three hit extension? Yeah, that's the one you can dragon punch. Yeah, yeah, you can you can just sure you can through the second hit to option select. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Akuma, I think he's good against Ganryu. I need to do it more though. Uh, we were saying he was it's, good against Eliza. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. against Ganryu, is it um, most of most of Ganryu's options that leave him grounded? Akuma can DP to pick up and and, and launch, which I think is um, quite unique. The DP is good. Uh, you actually don't have much of a problem stepping Ganryu's stance. Hmm. So what you would think would be a good thing for Ganryu isn't. And just, he's generally a bit unsafe. Mm. Like, it's, if he does headbutt to interrupt your pressure, you can launch him. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And he's generally quite a slow character. So, counter hits will be good. And focus attack could be very good as well. Because forward forward free is really a good, really good pressure tool, for example. If you just focus mm. attack through it, he's done. Is it just Is it back one two Gambi where he transitions into? Oh, he can move forward like that can, move. Is that you can just throw after the first hit? After back two, you punish the stream. Oh, back two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like not after back two one. Like back two. Back two on its own. You yeah, sure? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. DP straight. There's no no mix up. Yeah. And also, he's got the same problem with the lows where he doesn't duck, mm. so you can again jump and. And uh, reliably get a combo. Uh, I think Anna's a good matchup for Akuma. Um, it's it's alright. How, how so? How so? I mean, just like a lot of her, like uh, she just has to play entirely like down forward one two and and coin flip. Like she can't do any chaos judgment stuff that's because he just true. just dragon punch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. And also. She has a, a few options that are just, oh, it's minus 10, so it's okay, or minus 12, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, the well, only well, thing is that Akuma doesn't have, as far as, I don't know, actually, I actually don't know. 
Uh, Akuma doesn't. I don't know how strong Akuma's option select is on, or how strong Akuma's punishment is on up forward one three. Because with most most characters, you want to do a, you just want to do a, a reasonably damaging twelve frame move, with lots of range. And I don't know if Hurricane works. But What's I don't the, know which move. We're up forward one three. You know the thing where she does the. Um, up forward one three both kicks the thing where she does the punch oh, kick in the yeah, balls and then maybe the jab just reaches I think uh, I mean it's it's pretty far away if she stops is no, the I main think thing grab your grab her hitbox from too far away that happens I, I need, mm, I need, norm I need normally you need like a four you need a four or something to reach right um but oh, uh, maybe uh, down forward three would work yeah it's also yeah. minus sixteen so you can standing to her or whatever but. <laughs> Um, but is like sixteen, you said. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah, normally, yeah, two, two, two. No, two. but not like or she can finish it. It's got a twelve frame gap between the. Oh, you oh, can. Oh, right, 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 right. Twelve frames. What's that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't so realize you could interrupt it. Yeah, yeah. So you can just like if you the best the best characters for doing it are just those with strong. Is like stuff like Law's four three or Brian's four three because you get a launch if she continues it and you punish her if she doesn't. So that kind of stuff. But. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd need to test it out. I didn't realize it was interruptible. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I I never play against Anna. To be honest, I studied the matchup. I seem to be able to punish her very reliably, and stepping wasn't that much of an issue against Anna because her tracking, like to the her tracking to the sides, she's steppable is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like she, it doesn't randomly track sometimes, even with Akuma's bad movement. Mm. Well just to mention on Chaos Judgment, right? That's that's the stance where you need to um need to anticipate that they're going to try and interrupt you so you have an option to counter hit them or they're going to go for a low so you can low crush or you can high crush, right? Mm-hmm. But Akuma's Akuma's light shuriken, ten frames and it's just it's a it's a mid that you can't low crush, high crush or like, you know, you can't you can't deal with that in in a way and you can obviously FADC it and get get yourself the combo. So that's why I think it's a uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so what about in what the... about Raven? You've you've played that match up a ton. Uh, yeah. Super Kuma. Uh, I think uh, sh- she's very good at keeping Akuma out, but if she tries anything that's not keeping him out, uh, she's in shit. Hmm. That, she can. It's very 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 hard for Akuma to to catch up to a Raven. But a raven that tries to do anything else but keeping at, keep him out will will suffer. People in the chat are mentioning Chloe and her down forward one causing problems for Akuma. Yeah, but that's literally, that's literally it. That's that's the problem. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one's great, but that's it. That's mm. that's the all. I don't, I don't think Chloe is a big problem, honestly. I, in fact, Akuma has quite a a, a good punish against Cali Roll. If we would have you know discuss that, you know, you can size step right to avoid the extension. And also, you know, punish the 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 no extension with four four two one. So, and you can also do the same on on whiff as well. Uh, sorry, with the extension whiffing. So I think that's that's not something that many characters have, but that's something that Akuma has. And also, actually, in season three, um, well, the, the most recent the most recent version of season three, where forward forward four got that huge nerf, Kali roll would go underneath that, and then Akuma would be dead. But now, I mean, you would see few Akumas using that move more often. So that's not a big, that's not a, you know a huge risk now in the matchup, in my opinion. Also, yeah, I mean, that down to kind of hurts uh, like the lows. Uh, 
yeah, if she yeah, tries right. to do yeah. full crouch down forward one, or if she tries to do uh, down forward four, the fact that you can launch it when that those are only lows. Well, something actually Quite good for low. Chloe, I remember, is um, up three, you know, just like the up three version of a hop kick. It is still minus 15, but Akuma's only punish is light tatsu. That's only like like consistent punish. Like two won't work. Obviously, down forward one won't work. But that's uh, that's something good. As well as you're going to need a good low crush answer against Akuma. And up yeah. three is good against. You do have a reliable punish. Even if it's not very good, you do have one. Well, if you're good enough to input it in time it's as well. It's very hard to punish for a lot of characters. Fair enough, yeah, yeah. Like, up forward three is a trouble for no one, but up three is good in most matchups. That's not yeah. specific. Fair, fair, yeah. I mean, I think in a lot of cases, Akuma is going to have matchups against people like Noctis and Chloe, where the main thing that sort of tilts at him is in his favor is that he's a better character than they are. Like, mm-hmm. he just... Yeah. Like, when you've got to get... When it's your turn to guess against Chloe yeah. and Noctis, it's, it's just not very scary. When it's your right. turn to guess against Takuma, it's very scary. Like <laughs> he's just he's just a better rounded like like these characters generally have specific counters for specific things that Akuma does, but like they just don't have the the sheer damage output or like well roundedness. Consistency like, yeah, in a lot of his moves. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like I was saying, forward free being an amazing poke. I I don't know what uh, what these characters could do. They don't have the range and stuff like that. And what about Goose? Uh, if you if you can play like Arslan, Geese will be very good. If you can't, then not so much. Because like, his movement and his parry, but not so much the parry, to be honest. But his movement is just so good. The problem is if you if he gets a combo on you, Geese now kills you. Yeah, Geese right. does more damage than Akuma. Yeah. So since his steps are so good, if he does touch you, it does hurt too a lot. So he can exploit Akuma's biggest weakness, but if he, but Akuma's good at option selecting and jumping over stuff, and Akuma's good at, of, at beating offensive geese, but defensive geese he, he struggles too much. I think. Can I bring up the other generally recognized top tiers? Like a lot of people say, Jin and Paul and what Leroy. We already talked about Steve a bit, but what, how do you think he fares against Jin or Paul? We've already talked about as well. So Jin and Leroy. Uh, well, I think you've seen my match against CBM. <laughs> yeah. so, I honestly think Jin can be better than that match. I'm trolling a bit. <laughs> but overall, I think uh, Jin's a bit slow and uh, linear to, right. to be out of cool. Well, standing four is a good anti-air. Um, and his hop kick is good. Is a good anti-air as well. Because he always, well, pretty much always manages to pick up with the... Uh, back to one. Back to one, yeah. But like the thing, the thing about Jin's keep out is that Akuma doesn't care. Like when yeah, I was playing in CBM, point. I was just thinking, you're using these moves. Whether it's on hit or block, I don't care. I'm getting hit. I will come in eventually. Mm. Like a lot of keep out, I I'm scared. Like Asuka, I don't want to get hit by back three. If I'm <laughs> hit by a forward four on hit, because I'm I'm not pressing buttons, just hits. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. It's all count it. Yeah. And oh. uh, he's. I can can't hit Jin if he takes too much liberties, too many liberties. Yeah. Uh, and jumping, it's difficult. But like I said, I've learned. I play a lot against Jin. When you time your jumps perfectly, you can jump over everything reliably. But it's mm-hmm. very. You gotta know. 
that's very difficult to actual tr- to actually train that. It's just that I play against Fireblade regularly. Right, right. Um, how about Leroy as the last of the top tiers? Uh, I, I need more experience with the new Leroy, but I'll say, I can talk about Leroy before. Leroy beat Akuma first. The simple reason is Tekken tools were good enough to deal with close-range Akuma, mm. and there is no real long-range Akuma, whereas there is a, a long-range Leroy. Right. Yeah. So, but I think that that's not really a matchup. That's just Leroy being so good. Uh, right. li- like you was like Dino was saying, it's a better character. It's not, it's not the matchup; it's a character. Yeah. yeah. That's how I felt Leroy before. Mm. Um. All right then. Only like one more topic to go. But actually, there, there was um an interesting point I want to raise. Um, is that in Street Fighter, the way um Akuma's tools are kind of balanced is that he takes damage like, you know, an anemic seven-year-old girl. He takes damage more than any other cast uh, character on the roster. Um, how would you feel if Tekken introduced uh, variable life bars or if Akuma had less health? Nah, you, you can have that. Characters do too much damage. Already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the, problem, if- the problem is is uh, not getting hit by Akuma. The problem is... Uh, it, hitting Akuma isn't a problem. Mm. Like, he's easy to hit or float him often. You can get damage on him. The problem is you not getting damaged. Mm. And I don't think having a bigger life bar would make much of a difference. To be honest. I mean, if you were going to do that in, in, in the hypothetical, you'd have to increase Akuma's meat again again. You know? Yeah. Because mm. you, can't, you can't have Akuma dying in one combo and then having no meter to work with. Because, okay. right, with season one and two damage and maybe arcade version damage, that argument made a lot more sense. But Akuma does no longer kill you on a down three. That's mm. just not true. Yeah. Like, without a, I think it did about 80 damage before the nerfs down three. 80 damage is a lot, but it, but it wasn't that much more than a regular launcher. Now, it's no longer that, and it's much more in line with other characters. If you get well, it's just the ease of access of the launcher that makes it good. No longer the damage. Well yeah, because Akuma's um, maximum damage down three fireball combo does one hundred damage exactly. <laughs> with so, No 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 on it well just no, like down three fireball F A D C perfectly yeah. timed two fireball F A D C two bars and a just frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hundred damage. Yeah. Two bars and a just frame. From, what do you get off a of, uh, counter hit down four to electric? <laughs> which requires no meter and has a just frame in it. But then you could argue like one of them's minus 12 mid and one of them is plus no, that's, that's the thing. The ease of access of the launcher makes the difference, but not the right, damage. Right. Yeah, and right, life, right. Bars, life bar adjusting is really only damage. Um, the, the other um, question that's being brought up by the chat a lot is why doesn't down four stagger on block, whereas Geese's down four does, for example? Well, Geese's down four is minus five on hit, so you know, it's, it's, it doesn't knock down either. So I well, mean, yeah, I, I just think yeah. it, no, they're not, they're not, they're not the same move. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. D- not, different but, moves, different properties. But yeah. if it did stack it, stagger, I wouldn't particularly mind. Like that's yeah. well, like, I mean, basically, yeah, I it's pretty much too, but like, it's, it's pretty much a stagger low anyway. So like, launch, it doesn't launch punish by most characters anyway, as it is. Yeah. Every yeah. character, every character. Yeah. yeah. Like th- there are some range issues where mm. you like 
max range gins while standing to or with. <laughs> if you did an electric, like a CD1, you would punish it at every range. Mm. And most characters don't have that problem. Crouch, like Josie might whiff while standing 2-1, might whiff the hot kick. Crouch cancel down 4-2, you'll never whiff. Mm. It's just every character, even, every character can launch it. Yeah, even even Hayashi before he had his new while standing 3 uh, yeah, 4-4-2. Launcher, 4-4-2, 4-4-2, exactly. And if he didn't, if it didn't get, if it didn't launch, then Akuma's you know not going to punish you. So yeah, 4-4-2 is safe against Akuma. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Think, like, I think I think the sweep probably should stagger just because it's a it's a pointless faff. Like mm. it's not that you can't. It's not that people can't like launch it. It's just that like who who cares like. Mm. Like, it's, it's kind of a boring thing to have to think about is to do specific crouch cancel stagger punishments on block sweeps like it's like the Eddie slippery kicks thing or like Bob's old Tekken Tag 2 version of whatever it was down back 3 plus 4 and you could option select launch it anyway and it was just and fine sure yeah you can do that but, but who cares <laughs> so I mean I would, I would say just make just make all the sweeps like that stagger I would be okay with a stagger, yeah. But I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary, but I mean, it's, not it like, would, it's not like it's not like other lows that. Well, okay, Geese's down four staggering isn't isn't something they could bring into this, but uh, I, I think Eliza's down four staggers, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, obviously slippery kicks. Hit launches. Well, true, true, but but also slippery kicks stagger as well. But that's because the animation of these moves they they continue after they hit you, right? Akuma's down four hits you, and then that's. Pretty much it. It doesn't. It doesn't carry on like you know, spinning around like Eddie does, or it doesn't. It doesn't carry on like Eliza does with with her animation or anything like this. So making it stagger, I don't think it's necessary. So I don't think it's necessary, but it should, they probably just do it because like it doesn't really add anything to the game to have weird punishments on stuff mm. like that that are just totally different. Like you got to learn completely different punishments for like X Y Z sweep or like stuff. That's not fun. No, but even if it did stagger, actually, if it did stagger. Uh, for keeping it the the way it is, again staggering wouldn't be a problem for me. But it's just that down four, even though it's a knockdown sweep, it's mostly used as a poke in yeah. a weird way. Yeah. It's not it, like other sweeps; they're not pokes. His one is a poke. It does knock down, but it's in, it's part of his poke game. It's not his mix up high crutch. It's not. It's not. It's not the same. Like, his sweep doesn't serve the same purpose as other sweeps. I can't. F- Please tell me if you can find one, but I can't find any other sweep. Lars. Lars oh, is kind of a launcher. Same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. but it's still part of his poking get. It's not his, like. I guess. You don't use it as a mix up. Just on the I point guess. of making it stagger, though, like, is, is the point of making it stagger so that we don't have to do Crouch Castle punishes? Because even at max range, like, tip range, would that still. You know, if it's staggered, your while sending moves might still whiff. So, just a simple yeah, thing I mean, of life change, really. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very rare that you see like a block, a block, a block tail sweep, and then like a gins while standing two will miss or something like that. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. I, I think like this is this is stuff which makes like it makes Tekken a bit too hard to learn. Is that you? You have to learn specific specific stuff very specific moves like um it's just a I, I, it's not a big thing like again i just play brian i just do fishman slam <laughs> mm. but yeah no i i can understand that on the 
homogenizing punishes is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like homogenizing uh, offense and combos. Yeah, I agree. Like punishments should be homogenized because it's already so, hard enough. Yeah, as it well, is. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but some some characters actually have to uh, crouch cancel punish some some lows, you know, to get to get a better punish. In fact, know, they would they would still have to do that if it's staggered, but it would help people just visually. Mm. You know, I suppose but there are there are like characters like Warang who who do crouch cancel back three, you know, which is a better punish than than uh, up back three three, right? Mm. So mm-hmm. so people people do it anyway. So I don't, I don't, I don't see the issue of if it's staggered, it would be easier to to punish than than you should always maximize your punishment, right? Or you should you should aim to maximize your punishment. And if crouch cancelling is something that is going to get you more damage from your punish, then should you really have to? Should you really think that I can get away with doing like this while standing move because it's easier? I mean, yeah, of course, in tournament, it's it's difficult to um, think about these things like it, when there's pressure on you. But if if you can get if you can get a better punish from crouch cancelling. Um, should you should aim for that? I think, you know, you should aim for it. But like again, you can do it in both situations. I just don't. Yeah, like to to Vincent's point, I just don't think you need to. Um, like I don't think it really adds much. Like to have weird sweet punishments, it doesn't now really add I much to have slippery kicks be weird. Now I agree with you. But like homogenizing punish, like animations and punishing, like like punishment animations, like. I, th- I think that would be better, but it doesn't. It, like, it, it's not. It's not needed. But no. I think at this point, yeah, staggering would be okay. I, I just that's a needless layer of fluff, and it will help make the game a bit more concise. And again, you wouldn't really lose anything um, at a high level. Just make it more consistent. A quality of life change. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one. Yeah, there's. Uh, I got one more thing. We're, we're taking too long on just this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just. It's just a general feeling thing. Yeah. Like, it's just... But, but I mean, like, when you're doing it, even if your sweep gets blocked, it feels much more necessary with Akuma. But if it's staggered, the mental damage from seeing your character staggered... <laughs> I'm just thinking that, right? That yeah. actually... Does actually affect gameplay. Mm. That's, why, that's why I wouldn't want it to stagger, because it's such an important part of Akuma's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, It wouldn't feel right. Well, yeah, did, for I'm example, have a crew staggering there, like if I'm trying to poke you with down four. Did Snake Edge always stagger on block? Like, did did it? Uh, not in Tekken Four, right? And did people use it more liberally in Tekken Four? Not really. <laughs> yeah, but that's the Snake Edge. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you can compare yeah, yeah, the two. Yeah. I don't. Invisible low isn't the same yeah, as a Snake yeah, yeah, Edge. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. It was down for 17 frames, high crushes at the sixth frame. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of a, a sweep that gained the stagger animation. Um, there's an obvious one here somewhere. I know there is, but I can't find it. Uh, I mean, no sweeps had anima- had, had uh, drip animations when they first put them in the game. Like back in Tekken 3, there's no such thing as like a trip stagger or anything. Uh, Jin's um, one, yeah. Jin's hell sweep, right? None, of, none of them, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you do, if you do like, if you block Lay's down back four with Jin, and he goes into stance, like he can, he can literally sidestep your while standing too. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> oh, wow, that sounds right. horrific. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay, so like the last question of uh, the podcast. Do you, do you think we should go into it? Basically, question number four, which is again about how Akuma is perceived between uh, Akuma players. 
and a non-Akuma player. So Akuma, um, specialist character, particularly outside of Pakistan. There's a divide between Akuma players who only play Akuma and non-Akuma players who can't play Akuma. Does this make dialogue difficult between Akuma shanks? Um, Akuma skanks. (laughs) (laughs) Because Akuma skanks don't understand what it's like to play against him and other players don't know what it's like to play as him. This is even more extreme with Eliza players, for example. It's not more extreme of Eliza players. Eliza players never play anyone else. I mean, I no, no. I mean, I can't. Exactly. I can't. I can't, I can't wow. lie. I mean, I wouldn't be anywhere without Akuma, so I can't play anybody else. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mm. throw it out there. Akuma carries me, I suppose. You know. Mm. Eliza players. Ah. I, I, you know what? I'm not gonna say. Fer- Fergus said it best. Fergus said it best. I clipped him on on stream, and he said. They downplay their character because they don't know how to play Tekken and they got no fundamentals. Fergus said that. Don't attack me. Go look for the clip. I'm quoting my friend. Right. Wait. Uh, Aya, are you capturing the beef list here? Uh, it's so it's it was uh, Shadel first, then it was uh, I think it was Doug. Yeah. And now it's. <laughs> Long uh, hit list. Now it's now it's Fergus. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be a you're gonna be a busy guy after lockdown. You're gonna uh, have a queue outside your door. There's a, there's a reason I do an awful lot more uh, like fights, like boxing match fi- kind of fights than other people. <laughs> it's I don't hold my words back. I don't mean harm on anyone. Like, like I said, I really do respect Sherdor. And you can ask Kwis before my fight. I said I don't want to fight Sherdor. I'm kind of scared, right? I, I could I could lose this, right? But when I talk, I tend to be a bit reckless. <laughs> and that's why I get into trouble. But it makes for hype matches, and I honestly don't care if I lose if everyone's having fun. Yeah, that's what it's all but about. I don't. I, I always just I I say names. That's what gets me into trouble. Yeah, I think it's worth I think it's worth mentioning that who uh, I'm talking about and who I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning that there's always the regular comment of, "Oh, you know, you're carried by Akuma," and mm. if it wasn't for Akuma, you'd be nowhere. I mean, to me, right? If you're going to mention that to me, it sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. You know, I, <laughs> Akuma carries me, but so what? I mean, I'm still beating you, right? So uh, yeah, I'm getting carried, but you're not winning anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, no one who is winning when I'm not there is complaining about me getting carried. People who are winning, even if they're losing to every Akuma player, no one who is winning is complaining to me about being carried. Well, the, the winner's mentality. Carried are people who don't win themselves. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's a mentality yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do think I do think it's tricky though, because like I've played Akuma a bunch. And like I think it's very hard for people to actually like because a lot of people you also get this with like people people who talk about Mishima players like they will say well, yeah. I actually don't think Mishima play uh, Mishimas are hard because it's just sweep and electric and those things aren't actually difficult mm-hmm. but like it's actually very difficult to play a Mishima against someone who is good like and it's yeah. the same thing with Akuma is that he can look super like you can see if you watch someone playing an Akuma, Akuma, you can be like the only thing that this character needs to be good 
is you just need to learn some robotic execution yeah. for focus attack, dash cancel, <laughs> and then he's easy. It's like, all execution, this isn't, right? That's, yeah, that's the argument. This isn't true at all. The, the character is legit hard to play. Like he's, There's a reason why Arsalan and me could not use him in Tekken World Tour. They weren't confident. The character is hard. Like he's, he's not just hard, he's very unique. He's a very unique character. You have to be like no... You have to just have a, a very special way of playing that some people just don't gel with. I don't think I gel very well with Akuma personally, mm. but I had to find that out myself by playing the character. Mm. But similar, similarly, like because Akuma players are such specialists, all they get is people shouting at them, and like they don't know what it's like to often like you won't get to play against other Akumas with like a regular character a lot of the time, so you don't get to feel what it's like to play. That's like true. regular That's character true. versus Akuma, so like there's 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 not very much opportunity for dialogue between the two sides because no one really knows what the other side is is yeah. like is feeling. Mm. And on that, right, I'm I'm miles and miles better with my main character, which is Akuma, and but I do play I play most of the cast to be honest, but people say, oh look, but I beat you, uh, I. I beat you with Marduk for free online and I'm going to post it to my channel. Again, not saying names. But, like, <laughs> he's the one guy, I uh, don't say his name, but everyone knows I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, I'm not a strong... It's not because he's a Tekken character. It's because he's not my main. I haven't put in the time into this character. Like, that's why I'm not as good. Like, you can say I'm getting carried because I'm, I'm better with my, my main character. But that's just dumb. He's my main. I didn't train punishment. I didn't train combos as much. I don't have the tournament experience, the casual experience of all these characters. I play them. I have fun. I'm decent, I think. I'd like to think so. But they're not my main. I just haven't put in the time into it. Like Showing me losing when I don't have my main, it's like, okay, I was, I was playing Akuma, but I was only putting one hand on the pad and you beat me. Like, clearly that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I, I can agree with that. Um, there are other characters I, I, I play, but I wouldn't even say I've invested 1% of the time I've invested into Akuma, into these other characters. You know, And they try, they try to use the, anything as ammo to discredit Akuma players. And it, it happens to, not just to Akuma players, like, it happens to like, top-tier Leroy's, top-tier top -tier anyone's, right? It, you will get called out for being carried. And when you lose when someone with someone who's not your main, they're like, oh, you're trash, you lost. I'm not playing at my best. Mm. And I think, personally, if you're going to judge someone, judge them at their best and over a period of time. Mm -hmm. And that's important. You know, I, something I want to say that's that actually been on my mind throughout this um, entire podcast is I think when I upload this to um, YouTube, I'm going to get a common, common con uh, comment, which is, um, I play a lot of Tekken, I understand Tekken quite well, yet I don't understand a single thing of what's been talked about for the past three hours, because Akuma is such <laughs> a spe specialized character. Um, yeah. And I want to yeah. ask a question to the chat, actually. And I'm guessing this is one of the main reasons why he's so unpopular. I want to ask a, a question to the chat. Would you rather... Tekken have 60 broadly homogenized characters or 30 characters who are completely distinct and unique? Would you rather have... I mean, yeah, I'm not going to add any more to that. 
pretty much everyone is saying 30. 30 yeah. unique. 30 unique. I don't think I've seen a single... Yeah, everyone. Everyone is saying 30 unique. So is Akuma being so unpopular because he's kind of in the wrong game? Because there are 48 other characters. I don't mean in the wrong game as in this is Tekken, but because there's already such so much to learn. And then just one of them stands out like this. Maybe, yeah, that's a good point. That's, um, that's part of it. Because the game is already so deep, right? Yeah, imagine yeah, if... Yeah, exactly. It, imagine like, if everyone was unique, like Akuma. And you have a tunnel to the ocean in, mm. in the corner at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, oh, I'm, I'm starting to drown. And you just get sucked into the, to the tunnel <laughs> and you die. <laughs> that's a good point. I, I love Haroon's response. 60 homogenized, all slots are Anna's. <laughs> Someone had to say it. Someone yeah. But yeah, that was almost um that was almost completely ubiquitous. Everyone would prefer 30 unique characters to 60 characters who are pretty much the same. Where would you say Tekken 7 is right now? Do you think the characters are distinct enough? Do you think do you think the game kind of I asked this question to, to Dino a few days ago actually, but do you think Tekken 7 has has sacrificed um well, do you think uh, balance has um, come at the cost of homogeneity? Do you think the characters well, are too similar? About season three. Hmm. That's personally what I was saying about season three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think there are there are like characters that are too similar in my in my eyes. Here's a here's a comment you will hear often. This character is not worth it because there's a better top yeah, tier version. Yeah, yeah. You hear that a lot. Is mm. he's not worth putting your time into? Because there's a character that's the same but better. Mm, mm. And that, that mm. shouldn't happen. It's like a low tier like Gigas or Lei, I don't mind I don't mind them being low tier. They're different. They're nice. They're good additions. That's and true. the fact that they're not as good, but they have their own specialties to specialize in, they're fun. A character mm. like um like Katarina being low tier, like just but uh, pr- probably early season three when she had a bit less crushing on her stuff because starting well, like, to get uh, season one or season one Lee. Yeah, like, season one Lee. What was what was the point of playing season one Lee? Yeah, none. There's there were three sort of slide. There were three slide uh, and jab and down forward one and hop kick characters, and two of them were super good and one of them was complete trash. And now. Uh, two of them are, two of them are super good, and one of them is slightly worse, but twice as hard to play as the other ones. They gave him some some stuff to differentiate himself a bit, but but yeah, like the difficulty they put into Lee doesn't make up for the stuff they added. It's not worth it. Yeah, just just, just if you're gonna play Lee, just play Shaheen instead. Yep. Yeah, thirty different personalities is better than sixty. Of the same personality. Yeah. That, that's why when I when I picked up Akuma, you got to remember context. People thought Akuma was weak. Yeah, yeah. Like uh-huh. when when in season one and even season two, people thought he was weak, not just not top tier, weak. That's why all the Koreans dropped him. But he was so different and interesting to me, and that's why I picked him up. And Lee was a was a lot different in uh, in Tag Two. And he felt more like his own thing. Yeah. And I, I really liked Lee in Tag 2. Now, yeah. I, do, I never touch him. 
even though I, I've got experience on the character from legacy experience, but I just there's I don't like him now. Yeah, I think it is a little bit off topic, but the bound system changing to screw kind of hurt Lee because you can't it, screw it, at the wall. Yeah, right? it, it, it wrecked him so bad. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't work with the system at all. Mm. I, but yeah, I I think the con- consensus generally is is that. If every character was as unique as Akuma was, he'd be a lot easier to digest and accept. But he's like an outlier. And he's a really strong outlier that nobody <laughs> yeah, plays. Yeah. Um, and he's really good in tournaments. So, I mean, these are all the factors that kind of... Plus, I mean, the cherry on top is that he's a Street Fighter character. And it's very easy to be like, well, this is not my Tekken. So, yeah. I, I hate that. Yeah. Because the thing is, he achieved... His goal, the only reason they put Akuma into the game wasn't even for diversity or whatever. It was for hype. Yeah. There, I don't think there's one person who can tell me that when they saw Akuma, they weren't hyped. Yeah. You can dislike him now. You can disagree with what he does and you just say, oh, he shouldn't be in the game. Blah, blah. When he was announced, it was hype. You can see JDCR when Geese got announced screaming. Like, these, yeah. in, these additions to the game were great. Yeah. And like the f- different characters are fun. I, like a lot of people play and love Steve. That's because he's so different from other characters. Yeah, yeah. What, what, there's so many people who love Waron. Mm. Like, again, a different, unique design. But there's a, a few characters in the Tekken Seven just get lost in the mix. Mm. Like, Quite a few. What makes Lars special? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Well, you know, Lars was the um, Leroy of the back of the day. Uh, Lars was the original Leroy, the easy kind of poke-heavy character they introduced to bring in new players, basically. Uh, then it was, I mean, at first I think it was Bob, maybe. Then it was Lars, and it's always someone. Well, well, uh, well personally, um, just, to, well, just to mention homogeneity, I think it's scandalous that there's two character slots for Kuma and Panda. You know? <laughs> The, yeah. Then don't play tag two. Yeah, don't play tag two. You know, it's yeah. No, that's just I, the point. I, I'm just irritated. That I still get comments on my, on my character overviews video asking me, "Where's Panda? <laughs> you forgot Panda." I was like, "No, I bloody didn't." <laughs> that she does have one thing over Kuma. Mm. One thing is the the Anna bitch slaps. Oh yes. To retaliate, Kuma can't. Yeah. Uh, she's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually know that that Panda could could do the slaps. She's technically a better character. Interesting. Are there any like any hurt box differences between the two? Any no. at all? Completely the same. Yeah. Do, they, do they have slightly different rage art like animation? Uh, Oki. The, the, the yeah, maybe it's different. Are they yeah. different Oki? I think it's slightly different. I think maybe Panda is slightly better. Mm. I don't know. I can't remember. I but you could have had that in the in the in the costume select part of the of the of the character rather than having a different character slot. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. All right. Um. Guys, do do you want to rant a bit about fucking rum or how you're doing for time? Basically. No, I think my internet is. Is starting to pack out. Yeah, I'm starting all to right. get lag and missing sentences here. So yeah, I will yeah. save my fucking rum. Rants for another for time. Another day. All right, no worries. And we've been at this for you know over. Yeah, go for it, man. Go for it. One, one shout out. Yeah, yeah. 
Shut up. Beware of, a, of the French secret weapon. Painkiller. He plays for Qumran. Be very scared of this man. You don't know him, but he's a scary man. You think whenever he's tournaments open back up? He's been doing very well in tournaments recently. And if he starts doing offline tournaments, you will feel the wrath of Painkiller. Why does he? Why does he hate? Why does he want to kill bread though? Doesn't make any sense to me. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry. Uh, funny guy. It was much more. <laughs> funny guy. But yeah, yeah, that's it. If we're not going to rant about it, I'm just going to give a shout out to my friend. No, that's it. <laughs> he's an actually an old tag two player that wasn't. He was a top player in France, but he wasn't famous, and now he's. Now he left France to uh, for, well, I don't know why, right? but he left very far and he's come back under a different name. And this man you didn't know before that was scary is even scarier now. So he's an old player, old player with a new name. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll keep our our peepers peeled uh, for whenever you know. Hopefully, tournaments do get back rolling again. Whoever knows yeah, when when that will be. I really hope he plays. Okay, um, guys, thanks so much for your time. It's been it's been really awesome for your insight. It's really unique insight on a really unique character. I think I've learned so much um, in the past couple of hours I would have never known by myself. So thank you very much well, for your time. Thank you so much for the invite. You know, it is uh, such a pleasure to be here. Yeah, pleasure so, on mine. Thank you. I've been wanting to do this for a while. To be honest. Cheers, man. I love Cheers. these kind of, uh, discussions. Yeah, it was yeah. good times. Yeah, it's good fun, and you know, um, it's always good to kind of keep the community together in these kind of That's times. That's it's true. Good to have an opportunity to speak my mind without having to every free word say, "Oh man, I blocked this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, guys, again, cheers, chat, um, everyone, viewers. Thanks for tuning in, and that was it for Wave Dash Ten. Um, and I'll catch you next time. See you all. Okay.